Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live. Game week is here. Pirates and Wolverines going at it noon, a Saturday in Ann Arbor. We are fired up, ready to go. Big week of programming, big Saturday wall-to-wall programming for east carolina and michigan thanks for tuning in today on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 online pr927 fm.com and watch the show be a part of our show on facebook live and youtube we want to hear from the chat today as we week zero is in the books any thoughts on week zero what are your favorite matchups of week one what do you think about east carolina michigan we'll talk about it all today and throughout the week here on pirate radio live coming up on today's show we will talk to um the wnct channel 9 sports director and a member of that sports team that is leaving eastern north carolina talk to brian bailey coming up in hour two talk high school college and professional football and garrett short is heading out of eastern north carolina we'll uh say goodbye to garrett coming up later on in hour number one talk about his time in eastern north carolina his thoughts on ecu michigan and more so uh a past and present member of wnct channel nine coming up on today's show our buddy bo bat's gonna join us coming up at four o'clock pitt county girls softball news and updates and all kinds of goodies coming up and a lot of laughs with bo bats we'll get his take on ecu michigan coming up later on in today's show and former east carolina wide receiver and coach on the sidelines jason nichols will join us coming up in hour three of today's show to break it all down how's he feeling about the matchup what do the pirates need to do to move the ball against the michigan defense and how does east carolina stop a really three-pronged offensive of attack at quarterback uh, receiver running back and that massive o-line for michigan we'll talk about that with jason nichols coming up later on in today's show shirley rhodes is here intern joey is here after a uh, week of school he is back chan man chandler honeycutt at the table as well as ellerby how we doing crew doing great what's up clipper game week happy game up. week HGW, my friend. Yes, sir. Twenty-first season on the Voice of the Pirate Nation. Can you believe it, Clip Brock? I cannot. I remember I was putting in Baca during the summer, listening to twelve fifty a.m. when Pirate Radio was uh, about to come on the air, and y'all kept playing this like loop of great yes. pirate plays and stuff like that. And I just found myself listening to that and uh, enjoying it. And I remember working uh, on that Monday. I guess Labor Day when the John Thompson era kicked off and listening to that game on Pirate Radio and uh, ECU getting destroyed by Cincinnati on that day. That is a fact. And uh, actually our first guest ever when we launched our local programming uh, live at five, John Thompson was our guest that the Monday before Labor Day and uh, he was in studio getting everybody 
fired up. There was, you know, transition from uh, Steve Logan to uh, John Thompson. So there was uh, optimism that East Carolina was going to be taking a different route. And uh, John Thompson, a nice guy, talked a lot of good football, but uh, certainly that first game was a dud. And uh, much like many of his games over the course of those two years, but uh, it's hard to believe our 21st season come a long way from 1 a.m. station to two AM stations, to four radio stations, two FM, two AM. And then, uh, of course, social media has uh, exploded over the last decade and uh, just a lot of ways to connect with Pirate Radio and certainly appreciate everybody that's been with us for 21 years or uh, is just getting started and joining us today. So uh, it's been a long, fun ride and uh, looking forward to this season and uh, many more afterwards. Looking forward to Thursday night, the Pirate Radio football kickoff party coming up at the State Theater, chairman of the board playing, and uh, we're going to have a good old time coming up a few nights from now right down the road. So that'll kick off the football season and uh, you got football on that night friday night and then of course saturday and we're going to be here literally all day saturday we're here 8 a.m on the bud light pregame tailgate four hours uh goes by fast taking you up to the kickoff and we'll talk to uh, a lot of folks in ann arbor we'll have uh, jason nichols marcus crandall folks join us in studio we'll be uh, talking to you of course on youtube and facebook and then we'll take a, a quick break and jump right back on the air uh, on YouTube and Facebook because we're going to have a watch party in here with a couple of former Pirate greats. And uh, you can watch the game with us, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun doing that. And then, after the game, we'll fire up the fifth quarter music and uh, have our first edition of the 2023 U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show, taking your calls, reading your comments, recapping East Carolina, Michigan. So that is uh, our Saturday. We're going to be here all day, and I hope you join us all day. Going to have a lot of fun here at Pirate Radio. Yeah, just kicking things off. I talked to Ken Knox from the chairman of the board uh, yesterday, and man, he played in an outdoor festival this weekend in Greensboro. He said, man, it nearly killed me. The heat was so hot. I said, well, thank goodness that uh, the heat and temperatures did not get to Ken Knox. But he is fired up about being back here in Greenville on Thursday night. It is going to be a fun night at the State Theater. We have these uh, T-shirts that we're going to be selling because uh, it is a party for The Voice. We are donating all the money from ticket sales and those T-shirts to the new scholarship at the ECU School of Communications. So uh, go ahead and jump online, PR927FM.com. Get your tickets. Come join us uh, Thursday night at the State Theater. It's going to be a fun night of uh, Pirates. A lot lot of great uh, people have already locked in. So uh, I know Chandler's been working on his shag moves. So uh, are you going to do some dancing? Are you going to... Show, showing off those moves for the public absolutely i mean beach music in general gets me up and going so and especially when it's the uh, great band the chairman of the board so uh excited about having them at the state theater and tell ken knox that he doesn't have to worry about the heat this week he'll be indoors at the awesome state theater which i was at on friday uh and it's looking good in there uh LRB. yeah absolutely we were over there doing some uh, preliminary <laughs> setups uh, we will have a, a television for you clip rock uh, a couple of televisions for you to watch. Yeah. Wow. Some football. All right. So I've, I've, you met my demand. So uh, you, uh, Clip Brock will be smiling, probably near a TV. Maybe you can take some time to do a little dancing if uh, if your leg feels it. But uh, it is going to be an awesome night uh, in Greenville and a great way just to kick off college football and uh, East Carolina football. So looking forward to that. Kind of one of those weird years. I think this is like the second time that uh, we've done a party and not had a home game right afterwards. So uh, a lot of people will be heading out to Michigan on Friday or getting ready for a big Labor Day weekend of listening and watching Pirate Radio and then uh, getting your peacock on 
watching the Peacock channel on Saturday at noon to see uh, if the Pirates can shock the world and pull that week one upset. I'm a Peacock subscriber. Uh, Yellowstone, you can watch the new Mario movie. Anybody seen the new Super Mario movie? I have not. It's out there on Peacock. Turn your mic on, bro. Turn your yeah. mic on. Get that mic on, bro. I have not, but I do want to. Have you seen it? You want to watch it together? We can watch it right here on Peacock. <laughs> right, sounds good. We'll that do that. Sounds like a date after the show. All right. Well, you might as well just stay here another two hours. We're going to be here. Uh, can we do a watch party for the movie? <laughs> yeah. Watch us watch the Super Mario movie. All right. Steve says, what's up, my guys? What's up, my guy? What's up, my guy? Hope you're doing well. Jack says, hey, guys, it's game week. You're right, Jack. I, you're, he's not time, wrong. Time really creeps up. Time. He's just getting excited. Uh, Kaz is ready for week one. Russ says, how about these changes to the fan experience? What's he referring to? Their, uh, ECU Athletics has released uh, an article today uh, talking about, uh, I think they're going cashless at the stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Maybe some new food items. Some, some food trucks. They're also having uh, upgraded uh, kids zone. Uh, athletic yeah. director oh, yeah. athletic director John Gilbert. A lot of stuff we've talked about on the program. Justin I think Bayer joined us and mentioned some of those things. Yeah, uh, John Gilbert's going to be here Wednesday at 3 o'clock, so we'll have him on to get some details about, about that, but also really some big picture stuff about the trip to Michigan. Um, just conference realignment. So we'll have a full hour with uh, the athletic director on Wednesday from 3 to 4. And then uh, next week on game week, uh, we've already got a commitment from J.J. McLam to come by the studio to uh, get everybody up to speed with the protocols and all the things you'll need to know for East Carolina Marshall for the home opener. So uh, we'll keep you locked in with a lot of information uh, this week and next week as uh, Pirate football is in full swing. All right, uh, two alcohol beverages per person per transaction. Just yes. saw that on ecpirates.com. Justin told me this off the air, was not ready to commit and say it on the air when he joined us last week. Uh, but Daddy Ficklin Stadium will have a new DJ, and that DJ is DJ Mr. Ills. Now, that probably doesn't mean a lot to you. But what if I told you <laughs> DJ Mr. Ills was the in-stadium DJ, DJ for the Carolina Hurricanes? Now, I've been to some Canes games, and I've complimented that DJ quite a few times when Wade Minner joins us, the PA announcer, uh, does a great job. And we'll see if that translates to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. But we have a new DJ, Ellery, DJ Mr. Ills. Well, we're down with DJs here at Pirate Radio. DJ Captain Morgan, DJ D-Rock. You remember your friend from a few weeks ago? Great friend of mine. Yeah, good, really good friend, close friend of great, yours. Great, ton of respect. Yes, for him. ton of respect. So, um, so yeah, uh, uh, DJ Shirley Rhodes. The Carolina Hurricanes do a great job in in that arena. Um, it will be interesting how it does in an outdoor space at Dottie Ficklin Stadium, but uh, and where they pipe the music and everything through. But uh, hey, look trying to change the game. It's all about the fan experience. We talked about that with Ryan Robinson a few weeks ago when he was here. Everybody's looking for premium seats, premium uh, ideas, so um, making it more comfortable and more exciting to be at the game because there is so much competition these days for the sports dollar to get people back to the stadiums. And that's cool. They have a DJ, but uh, one thing the Carolina Hurricanes don't have that we do have is a band. Now, like I want to hear more band. I want to hear the band loud and proud. Give me more band. Give me some band. Well, that there's your there's your poll question this week. Bomb. Marching bomb, bomb. pirates versus DJ. See, LRB, I, the, you're that, one of is those, that what you're trying to do? You're one of those radio guys that always pits people against each I'm other. I'm not trying no, to pit people. I want to incorporate both <laughs> in a nice harmony. 
a nice even balance field. That's right. Between DJ and band. Ah, give me 60-40 band. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh Chad liked the stream. We appreciate that. Russ says I'm so ready to call into the fifth quarter for 20 minutes. Does 20 that minutes. mean mm-hmm. I don't know long. if he's saying his call's gonna be 20 minutes or it takes him 20 minutes to call in for the phone to ring because the line's always busy yeah because we have four lines here and a lot of people want to talk absolutely and we got we're gonna have a full house in the studio this year for the fifth quarter marcus crandall jason nichols uh clip brock gonna be in the studio billy weaver's gonna be a part of the team chan man is gonna yes, be sir. here working intern joey shirley oh we have a full team <clears throat> coverage uh on game day uh look at 8 a.m the bud light pregame tailgate going to be kicking things off on saturday so uh bright and early get locked and loaded for for game day it's coming jamie asks any plans to sell the voice t-shirts online uh we're hoping to sell them out at the party and uh if they're that successful and there is a demand after the fact then uh we will we'll try to print some more so uh if you want a the voice t-shirt i would suggest you come to the party this thursday because that may be the only time we have them available but uh if uh, was it jamie is that who you said mm-hmm. maybe if jamie can build up a big enough demand online if you live out of town or something maybe we'll print some more all right uh russ says let's go yukon uh russ said call will be 20 minutes and you will listen to me <laughs> all right russ wow give it a shot and see uh how, how long we go with you elliot says is peacock online only i have spectrum uh, yes, sir, Elliot. Unfortunately, that, that is a streaming service, so that is not available in your uh, your cable package there. Um, Haley asking, did we hear about the shooting at UNC that happened an hour ago? Hope everybody is safe. Heard about it and agree. Hope everybody's safe. Um, and that's what's going on in the chat. Did y'all? Let's get up the Fleet Feet rundown real quick. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. Are you fleet of foot? I, I still have my gift card to Fleet Feet, and I need to get by there and get some running shoes. And uh, that's that's going to happen this week because my old ones are low on tread, and I definitely need some new ones. Can you get some uh, some video, maybe for social media, maybe just for me personally? I want to see, I want to see that one on one service. I was going to say when you get there, you now they already got your foot service. scanner. They they already got that scanned. How about you go with me? Maybe, maybe... Uh, I got a lot to do. I got this and that and the other. <laughs> so you got to prepare for the Bud Light pregame. You got to pick Saturday. between the band or DJ, and then you get in Fleet Feet. They have gotta, all these great food, shoe choices. I'm going to send Justin Bear my set list for uh, Saturday, next Saturday's home opener. Of what you need to hear in the yeah, stadium. And what I want to hear. So I, I, got, I got a lot going on, man. Uh, but Fleet Feet can take care of you. Go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard, the old Gordon's Golf location. That great one-on-one service that they provide and uh, can get you in the right shoe. And uh, did you guys watch any uh, – oh, before we get there, it kind of coincides with Week Zero because it was during the Notre Dame and Michigan game – or the Notre Dame and Navy game. Did you hear the the analyst and what he said about East Carolina. I saw the tweet on Pirate Radio that uh, East Carolina is a cupcake and layup for Michigan. Shirley, uh, do we have the clip? Can you play that for us? Uh, what was said about ECU on Saturday? Michigan, 13 wins last year. Back-to-back college football playoff appearances. I mean, the expectations are high there. What do you expect to see in week one? Well, let's talk about the negative. Jamar Bott's not going to be on the sideline, but we talk about all the positives with this team. A lot of returning production, 81% returning production there. I want to see a team that's mature, right? You have distractions because your coach isn't there, and this is a, a cupcake layup opponent. Go out there, play fundamentally well. Your stars should look like stars, and then... 
all right so didn't even mention the name which is good because he didn't you know like like i mean would you rather be called a cupcake layup opponent or just saying it's going to be an easy win over eastern carolina which (laughs) which would have set which would have set social media off more pick your poison uh that was joshua perry who is uh emmy nominated congratulations joshua for those comments uh (laughs) big 10 college countdown on nbc sports um chandler he's the co-host of the rally on bally sports bally sports bally sports home of the charlotte hornets he doing anything on peacock he's also a change maker and uh he is disappointed but not surprised those that's his bio on uh x um i'm gonna take the the george costanza approach to this when he was explaining how the word manure is actually positive Uh, cupcakes who says no to cupcakes i love cupcakes and layups layups just like a dunk worth the same amount of points shows you that you are more fundamentally sound if you can take the ball lay it off the glass and it fall into the rim i i would like to say thank you to this gentleman thanks josh we are cupcakes we're layups two awesome things so what would have offended you what would have been what would have been some things that he could have said that would have would have offended you as an east carolina representative if uh well as an east carolina i was gonna say if he came in like joey does and talks junk about the commanders every day i would get offended mm-hmm. i would get offended if I, that happened. i literally came in today and praised the commanders i don't uh i don't know i don't really care what these people say they're gonna play the game east carolina's 36 or whatever point underdogs they might get their ass kicked and and it'll go in the books as michigan beat a cupcake so it could very well happen the only thing east carolina can do is show up and and give them a game give them a fight try to win and, the game and if michigan I don't care what if you whatever how many nothing if this guy came out him if, if east carolina wins exactly well, that, that would be awesome <laughs> right, let's send let's we'll get up with craig and uh after the win on saturday and we can say hey send these to josh perry so if he came out and said i think east carolina is gonna upset michigan like people, people will say you're crazy uh, some would and we would say he's the greatest guy ever and he yeah. knows football so it doesn't matter one way or the other you, they're going to play the game and it's going to play out uh the way it plays out and for if, if you're mike houston in east carolina you got to go show that you're not a cupcake that's all you can do and if michigan is what a lot of experts were saying it, i mean and phil still was on the show and said that it could be the best team that jim harbaugh throws onto the field um there might be a lot of cupcakes and layups on their schedule this year because they're going to be uh they're looking to be a uh final four team and then some people have them winning the national championship this year so we should we'll we'll see i ran through the non-conference slate they've been going down these last few years i mean they beat teams by an average of like 40 points they have been cupcaking it up in the non-conference before they get to big 10 play so again like they they are used to seeing michigan whoop up on non-conference opponents and that is why he thinks it'll happen again and that's what the odds makers are saying is going to happen who whips up on co- cupcakes better michigan or clip rock you a cupcake guy i love cupcakes yeah if I'll, it came I'll, down to cake or cupcake what are you going with uh cupcake you don't have to cut it you don't have to worry about that you just hold it you don't have Eat to worry it. if somebody else is cutting it they give you a smaller piece than uh than what you would like everybody gets the equal amount yeah a cupcake you put two on your plate nobody's really giving you a side eye you, you put that third on the plate people start to look at you and giggle a little bit yeah they so look at fatty over there putting three on the plate i love cupcakes obviously if you watched our steiner video i think everybody in this building likes cupcakes yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a hit that was by the way over the weekend yeah i walked into that one 
<laughs> Elliot said Betty said the same thing when App State beat Michigan. He probably did. He probably said the same thing when Michigan beat Colorado State by 50. And, you know, that upsets happen, though. So we got to go do it. Go show you're not a cupcake. That's all you can do. Steve said, would you rather be a cupcake or a ding-dong? Cupcake. I love cupcakes. What about a ho-ho? I ate many a ho-hos growing up. Twinkie or ho-ho? Ho-ho. Ding-dong or ho-ho? What's a ding-dong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> so I give me a ho-ho. I, I thought it was in the hostess family. <laughs> uh, not not familiar. Jamie says bulletin board material. Exactly. Um, you know, Blake Carroll saw it. They, they, they saw it. Everybody now, sees it. Now, what can you do? Like, what are you going to do about it? That's the question. Go do something about it. If you're offended, do something about it. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. If ECU gets beat by 50, we're and, not going to be bringing that, that up again. And I can the one tell you thing, that. It wasn't like Jim Harbaugh said East Carolina was a cupcake. So it's not coming from Michigan. It's coming from an announcer on NBC. Yeah. Again, I ran over his bio. bio Emmy nominated. Some guy. Emmy nominated. Never heard of him. And, and I could sit here and say... What if I call Michigan a cupcake? Anybody can say whatever they want. And his words mean nothing, just like my words mean nothing, just like your words out there mean nothing. Your words hurt, Club. They're all opinions. And we all have them, and we all can say whatever we think. All right. How you feeling on game week? I want to run over a couple other Are projections. Uh, I'm not nervous, because if we lose, we lose. If we get beat by 40, we get beat by 40. The game, the game I'm looking forward to is Marshall. I've said that all summer. I don't even looking care. ahead. I don't even looking care about ahead. this game. Screw this game. Looking ahead. I, this is a look ahead game for me. <laughs> I'm worried East Carolina is looking ahead to Marshall. Put I that out of context. Put that out of context. <laughs> this is a look ahead game for East Carolina. I don't know if we're 100 percent focused on this game. Um, so Ellerby, I saw some other projections out there um one was odd sharks i remember we used to talk about odd shark early in the season because like when ecu would take on james madison it would have james madison beating east carolina we're like are you serious odd shark what do they know and like they ended up being right more times than it's a computer generated thing who knows so odd shark has the final score michigan 35 east carolina 28 they like the pirates to hang around in the game coming up now, there's another computer projection. This is from Bill Connolly, ESPN Bill, who had his uh, computer say it's going to be Michigan 45, East Carolina 4. Which four. would that would be a rough game, but it would be pretty cool to score four points in a game. Get two I've sa- never seen that before. Two safeties? Yeah. That'd be awesome. a game of four points. So, again, just like this uh, cupcake layup guy, just like me, just like your mama, it doesn't matter. It does matter what your mom says. You need to do what your mom says. Yeah. Um, but what does Clips Computer say? Have you asked? I, Hello, Clips Computer. I need to reboot. I need to control alt delete. Oh, really? If his computer is Bryce Williams, it's EC forty five Michigan seven on this Monday. Chilea. <laughs> on this Monday. 40 am i gonna give michigan into the 40s oh you're giving a score well you want to know what my computer says right oh is this this is your computer talking yeah this is my computer talking the final score will be michigan 42 east carolina 13 i like that score 
I don't know. That's my computer. That's not my my heart. That's your computer or my head. Tuesday, I'll have my heart score. Wednesday, my head score. Thursday, my X and O's research score. How about Friday? The voice bobblehead gives a score. Jeff, will East Carolina win? Hey, oh. he said yes. <laughs> I mean, the voice is. He has spoken. I mean, <laughs> oh man, how y'all feeling? Mm. I'm just excited the season's here blake carroll made me feel a lot better after listening to him on the brian bailey show today you know his stat of that east carolina's only given up three touch defensive touchdowns against nc state and south carolina the last two kind of power five opponents the pirates have played i got news for you of course that was in Greenville, that south carolina. carolina team that came in here Let's, uh, I don't was bad it was not good and I'll, i and i also watched uh, swamp, <sighs> swamp kings on netflix have you seen that yet Off four parts uh boycotting it why because um, I've heard it was, radio just, boycott. it was trash and it's like an Urban Meyer fluff piece and I'm not interested. It's a good Tim Tebow piece if you like him. But I, I watched some of those Florida teams lost to some teams that were not that good and the, the Ole Miss went into the swamp and won. Uh, Auburn, an Auburn team that wasn't very good, went into the swamp and beat a very good Auburn. Auburn. Okay, okay. I, I get that upsets happen, but I don't know if we should be comparing ourselves to Auburn and Ole Miss. I'm not, but I'm just saying, look, when top-ranked teams do lose. All the time. It happens, uh, yeah, upsets. Upsets. We love them. Upsets. Let's, let's be one of them. I mean, it happened in 07. Why not in 2023? Today, Junior? Would you be more surprised if ECU wins or ECU finishes with four points? (laughs) (laughs) I would be... uh, Probably wins. Win. I could see, like, Michigan snapping a punt over the head. and The fifth string center. Jeremy Lewis getting a sack. Yeah. Yeah, I would be more surprised if ECU won. I would be shocked if East Carolina goes into Ann Arbor and beats a team that is slated to play for a national championship this year. And gets four points. And that's why they play the game. So, I'm pumped. And we already see, and like you mentioned earlier, Blake Harrell was on the Brian Bailey show today. But, I mean, we already see a lot of fireworks out of his defense with a lot of blitzes and, and different stunts and stuff. But I think you're going to see a loaded box uh, majority of that game come Saturday to try to stop that that high-powered offense, especially on the ground. All right. We need to uh, to take a break. Garrett Short going to join us. We'll continue our Fleet Feed rundown, talk more ECU Michigan. Week zero recap. We'll talk a little preseason. LRB, uh, we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be back here Wednesday for Athletic Director John Gilbert. We'll be back Thursday. The chairman of the board is when they get in town before the party, we're going to come by the studio and hang out with you guys and uh, talk about the big event. Go to our website, pr927fm.com, and get your tickets today, and we'll see you at the State Theater on Thursday. Don't forget to tell your Bo Bats joke earlier that you told it off the air. That, that was really good when Bo gets in here at 4 o'clock. So uh, lots of good stuff all week. Looking forward to game day. See everybody uh, right here and on Thursday at the State Theater. Mary says, if you are a Spectrum subscriber, you can get a three-month free subscription for internet and a year for both internet and TV for Peacock. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, maybe that'll help somebody. I thought it was going to be like a Peacock promotion, but I think it's an internet promotion. Just give out your passcode (laughs) so everybody can get free Peacock. All right. uh, We will take a break. Come back. Garrett Short. Oh, his time was so short with us. And he is leaving. We'll talk football and more when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Wood Ducks Baseball is back and single game tickets are now on sale. You can get yours today by calling the front office at 252-643-5305. You can visit them online at woodducksbaseball.com to check out schedules for games, giveaways, theme nights, and post-game fireworks. The Wood Ducks hope to see you out at historic Granger Stadium all season long. Go Woodies. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Um, Elliot in the YouTube chat says, person in custody in the shooting at UNC. Great news. I've not been following that online. Uh, But hopefully that is the case. And uh, if we see something, we'll let you know. Uh, Welcome back to the program. Clip Rock here on a Game Week Monday. Chandler Honeycutt will welcome on Garrett Short, now formerly of WNCT Channel 9. That stinks to say. I hate these segments. Yeah, (laughs) Honestly, it's really weird to hear. We just did one recently with Brett Kennedy. Yeah, Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. But that's the the business. Uh, You guys keep moving up the chain, and uh, hopefully, Garrett, you... uh, are landing in a good spot. Where will that spot be? Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, you're going wow. to become a country music star? Uh, yeah. Your dream? I, I don't have the musical ability, so I'm probably going to keep the day job. Sticking to sports. Stick yep. to sports. That's what you should do. That's what everybody should do. I was going to ask, if, if somebody leaves Greenville Media, like, is this like their sign-off, their checkout for Greenville? They have to come on Pirate Radio? They don't have to, but we try to make them. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they don't let you actually get the keys to your car. Until you <laughs> They're like, have you been on Pirate Radio yet? And you're yeah. like, no. It's like, all right, well, you got to get on there. And Clip and Chandler know enough people to throw a boot on the car, and you can't that leave until you come on. We know a guy. Um, well, Garrett, uh, it stinks, but again, uh, we've enjoyed your time here in Eastern North Carolina. What are, uh, I don't know, what are some of your highlights when you look back on it? See, that's the thing is, I'm a firm believer that a place is only as good as its people. And uh, obviously going out to ECU, I've met so many good people. You know, whether it was getting to chat with people like you guys out at media events or obviously working with Brian Bailey and my coworkers at WNCT, uh, the people at ECU, Brian Medor, you know, getting the few chances that I got to talk to someone that was as much of a legend like Jeff Charles, getting to pick his brain, things that he saw, and all of the coaches and players and stuff. There were some great things. If you're talking games, though, Birmingham Bowl was great because it was a great experience. Obviously, a great win. Man, that Memphis football game four overtimes <laughs> oh, they win. Yeah. That was one of the coolest things I've ever been to, either as a fan or as an employee of something. That was amazing. Got to see some uh, really good baseball during your time here as well. <laughs> There's another one. Uh, obviously, didn't work out in ECU's favor, but Game Three against Texas mm. in that super regional game restarted at like 11:30 or midnight. And the crowd, crowd was still going loud. Yeah, get, yeah. Cloud, crowd was loud, and it was going until like one thirty-two in the morning. You don't find that basically anywhere. So this part of the country, this university, this job, everything's been great to me. How long were you here at WNCT? Just shy of two years. Like September, I moved down the day of the South Carolina game for Eastern. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I, it was funny. I was supposed to start a week earlier, but I couldn't find a single apartment to live in. Hmm. So I had to push it back a week, and that's why I missed that game, which maybe that's why the Gamecocks won. Maybe I was the good luck. Well, Garrett, uh, now that you're gone, uh, you can really be unbiased. And, and you were unbiased before, but what do you think is going to happen in ECU Michigan on Saturday? Oof, that's... I, I heard what you were saying out there. Uh, I, who, I don't know if that was you that said it. I think 42-13. 
Someone said 4213. Oh, that was my uh, computer. That was his computer's, my internal computer talking. I think that's going to be about it. Um, you know, who knows what's happened with who's going to play the entire time for Michigan or who's going to play the entire time for ECU. I would not be shocked if we see a two-quarterback thing, whether that's just from performance or just, hey, let's see how both of them play. Donnie Kirkpatrick said something about that to me a few weeks ago at Media Day. So there's a lot of variables. My guess is Michigan's going to be able to score a lot, and ECU should be able to get on the scoreboard a little bit, whether that's 10 points, 13 points. I imagine that they'll be able to move the ball, knock on wood, just about that kicking game. (laughs) I think Michigan will score as well, and I also think at the same time East Carolina's defense is going to be their strength in 2023. I think both of those things can be true. It's just this offensive line of Michigan and the, the playmakers. This is just a different animal than we'll see the rest of the year. This is a different animal than you'll see once once a decade? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, don't get me wrong. This program, even in my time, has faced some great football teams, even looking at when Cincinnati was ranked in the top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is a slight difference to at least some of the recruits. And I'm not, I firmly believe that that Cincinnati team may have even been better coached and had <clears throat> maybe more experience to compete with this Michigan team. But that being said, it's Michigan, it's on the road. And you're going up against, like you said, you know, the number two team in the nation very well will likely be playing for a national championship. Yeah, I wonder what the line would have been if last year's team faced That's Michigan. what I have thought a lot of. You know? And I know you were just talking about the strength that this team will likely be the defense, and I think that's because there's so many question marks surrounding the offense. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of new guys and a lot of athletes on the defense that hopefully will be able to create some chaos, maybe come away with a few interceptions. But man, if you would have had Holton Aylers, Keaton Mitchell, C.J. Johnson, Isaiah Winstead, I'm liking my chances to put up 21 at least. Yeah, yeah. I like the now this defense. I think will be better than last year, yeah, especially with the way they finished last year. The offense, it's going to take some time. I think at some point in 2023. Uh, we can see Mason go to work, and we can see Jalen Johnson, Josiah Hatfield, those guys in the road. But I just don't know if it's going to be Saturday. Yeah, and that's one of those things that it's going to take time, and also take some time to build that confidence. I what I see in Mason Garcia is he's going to have to take some baby steps first. But once he starts to get it figured out, if he figures it out, the kid could kind of just be like a gunslinger Brett Farr. I mean, he's fast. He can throw the ball like nobody's business. If he falls in and starts to just trust himself and his teammates, he could basically do whatever he wants on the football field. And I love his running ability. I think he's going to be super dangerous on third down if he can get out of the pocket and scramble and make plays with his legs. And it's crazy to say we saw that from him three years ago i mean what how has he developed in the running game since then so we shall we shall see uh this upcoming season uh russ says tell garrett to go take out the vandy whistler oh trust me <laughs> mm. russ I, oh man i have actually that's not the first time someone's told me that that's the funny part yeah i can't do that if someone's whistling an entire game i will go talk to security and do something about it you believe me on that you got to break out the karen sometimes oh. uh let's see jamie says boo indiana state go iu all right oh, he's a God, hoosier. the hoosiers man yeah. that's brutal we played in assembly hall i think it was my senior year for men's basketball went in and kicked the crap out of iu and iu is like people in indiana think that they're all high and mighty sure. with their basketball Little old Indiana State hasn't done basically anything since Larry Bird came in and 
beat them by like 25. It was one of the happiest moments of my college career. Awesome. Randolph says, the, I believe the Pirates will be solid on Saturday. What does that mean? What does solid mean, Randolph? That is a uh, word that Name Redacted always used to say. Solid. And we never got an explanation out of him. What does solid what mean? What does solid you, mean? Does think, that mean they'll win? I think that's the point. Is It's just a gray area. Yeah. Anything can be solid. If they score seven points, hey, at least That's a pretty scored. solid touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm uh, I am overlooking Michigan. I know you're not supposed to do this. I'm overlooking Michigan and looking forward to that Marshall game. That is the game. I have that game circled and X'd and highlighted. All three. That's the game. we got to win that game. Can you even see it on the schedule anymore? With all the it's all marked out. It's marked out. We have to beat uh, the Thundering Herd week two. Uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, throw back that uh, Fleet Feet up again, Joey, if you don't mind. Get back to our rundown. Did anybody watch Week Zero? What did you watch this weekend? Anything? Anybody? I did watch a little bit of the uh, Notre Dame game until it just got out of hand, which was pretty early. Uh, Navy does what they do. How many times did I tell you about their slow starts? And then what did I do on Saturday? Took Navy plus the points. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because I am a uh, I am a dumb person. Just generally speaking, dumb. Just a dumb guy. And Sam Hartman, I mean, looked like he has been the Notre Dame quarterback for like three or four years. And uh, Four so touchdowns it, for Sam Hartman. This, 251 yards. This might finally be the year that Notre Dame's found the skills guy. actually match the hype because yeah. Yeah. this is a quarterback yeah. that is one of the best in the country. I watched uh, some UTEP and Jacksonville State. Oh, and really getting into the nitty gritty. Congratulations huh? to Jacksonville State moving up to FBS, getting a win. I watched an awful game because I had New Mexico State. UMass Man. goes on the road and wins. <laughs> that was a terrible football game to watch. Uh, but UMass, good for them getting a win. They enjoyed that win after the game. They, I don't know if you saw the locker room, but they were uh, they were very excited because, as we know, UMass has had some very poor performances in the past few years. So. And New Mexico State went to a bowl last year, had a winning yeah. record. So good win on the road for UMass. San Diego State beat Ohio 20-13. to uh, The Wager McGee 100-point special turned out to be a dud. 22-17, Louisiana Tech beating FIU. Vandy held on to beat Hawaii 35-28 to in USC. Still can't stop a lot of people. I don't know if they wanted to give up 28 to San Jose State, 56-28. They're going to score a million points, but going to give up a lot. All that matters when you got Caleb Williams at quarterback. They're going to score, no doubt about it. Uh, speaking of Vandy, Garrett, uh, what will be your uh, your coverage zone when you get to Nashville? Yeah, it's going to be basically anything and everything Tennessee. I'm sure I'll be able to go to Knoxville once or twice during the season if they're playing some big games uh, for University of Tennessee. Probably spent a lot of time at Vanderbilt. Um, I know they got a sophomore quarterback that is pretty highly touted prospect. Played a little bit last year. Uh, get to cover Kinston's own Jerry Stackhouse, coaching the men's basketball team. Um, but yeah, probably spent a lot of time at Vandy with all their sports. And then as for football, there's also Middle Tennessee State. Tennessee Titans coverage? Yeah, a whole bunch of Tennessee Titans coverage. Man, if you see our buddy Mike Keith, tell him we said hello. Uh, he came on the show a couple weeks ago, and Chandler did his Mike Keith. Do we have that saved, the uh, impression? I think it's up there. Of uh, Mike Keith from Chandler and Mike Keith getting a kick out of that. Can you hear that? I literally Charlie? go and listen to you, like your highlights on YouTube. <laughs> but I see a lot of the, of course, the, there are no flags on the field. And of course, you've got. I love how I love how Mike. You also do this, where 
you know, you you seem so calm until that Titan gets into the end zone. So you're going, you got to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, end zone, (laughs) touchdown, Titans. (laughs) And also, you got to give me a sack, Chandler. uh, Give me a sack. Sack. Yes. (laughs) What do you think, Mike? Pretty good. I, I think he's pretty. He's pretty good. I, I gotta say, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> Mike Keith was awesome and uh, really friendly guy. Hopefully, you get to to see him, Garrett, do you, some work. You with going him. to Nashville to take his job? <laughs> I'm, hey, look, I'm down. I, I, I mean, if he uh, if he can kind of endorse me, that would be great. If he gets sick, we know who the replacement is. They might not even. know. They might not even impression. know. Yeah. Has there ever been? Surely, isn't there a case of this where like a cover band has a person from a cover band ever got into the real band was that am i making that up i feel like that might have happened one time it makes sense but chandler well the one that jumps to mind he wasn't in a cover band though he did karaoke but the guy that took over journey uh journey that's what i was thinking okay he 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 wasn't i don't believe he was in a cover band he just did karaoke and somebody uh, sent, uh, I think it was the Journey's guitarist, uh, a YouTube link of him right. singing karaoke. That's how he was discovered. So what we're going to do, we're going to send our audio of Chandler doing Mike Keith. What better way to replace a legend than a Mike Keith impersonator? And you have none of your own stuff. All you're doing is Mike Keith yeah. in the booth. All his phrases, everything. <laughs> you even say, this is Mike Keith. Yeah. And just keep it going. And the Titans have entered the pinnacle scoring zone. <laughs> legally changes. <laughs> yes, you have to legally change your name. It's going to be hard with the social media accounts. And Voice? Yeah, you got to be uh, TIT voice. Oh, TIT. Yeah. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> Let's take a break. Uh, you want to hang out one more segment, Gary? Of course. All right, we'll do that. I want to recreate. Chandler, do you think the Panthers will make the playoffs this year? I think they're going to win the division, yes. I want to recreate a magical oh, moment yes. from a year ago where I'm going to ask Chandler what team that missed the playoffs uh, last year will make it this year. And I want you to say your team, and I want Garrett to say dude, and recreate that magical moment All right. that we have on the air. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. Who was there to take your place? No one knows. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line and pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Nobody, hey, don't tell Shirley. Don't tell Shirley what just happened. What did you do? Hey, 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 Shirley, how you doing? Joey, take a I don't know how that happened. Uh, all right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. If you could just turn that um, production pot down, Joey. Go all the way down with it. This is what we call uh, technical difficulties, whether that's radio or TV. Just 
All right, there you go. Good job, Joey. Uh, Chandler, game week. Shirley just installed new headphones that I broke uh, last week. So we got that going. Chandler decided to bust the mic, but I think we're good. Thank you, Mama Shirley. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Uh, Don't touch it. Rest of the day. I simply just kind of went like this and it went Poof. yeah it did pop right off but man we're all and good. this is Garrett's last show on Pirate Radio man I'm ruining we it we ruined it Garrett well this as is long what, as I don't break anything <laughs> it's like Billy Madison uh, saying you blew it uh, Charlie do you have the Garrett Short dude that uh, we always play as always yeah. dude never let it go that was in response to Garrett's just disbelief that Chandler said the Panthers would make the playoffs last dude. year I was right narrowly but I was right <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and you even all, uh, during the break said you know what I was I was all I was wrong like they were right there in it uh, but then you added they almost made the playoffs with a losing record yeah. like would have even they should not have almost made it it, it <laughs> yeah. was the worst division in football so let's see what Garrett's reaction is this year Chandler do you think the Panthers make the playoffs this year uh, I say the Carolina Panthers will win the division and make the playoffs dude <laughs> no dude. it wasn't as demonstrative, demonstrative last year but uh, you still think the Panthers don't there's no way Wow. Wow. Wait, who's what? good in that division? Oh, I'm saving that, too. I, I guess I mean, there's no way. I mean, there's a way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Every other team just forgets how to play football. So who wins the South? Hey, who's whoa, whoa, the Saints? not that bad. Okay. The, uh, but you had to the say... The fact that you had to say not that bad means <laughs> that they are that bad. Granted, I mean, I'm honest. It but is I, still a really bad but division. You will agree that it's between the Panthers and the Saints. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, I mean the Buccaneers have... Uh, uh, they could be potentially be tanking for Caleb Williams. I don't know because the Cardinals are kind of doing the same thing, and then the the Falcons, I guess, are kind of like, who knows what's going to go on That's there. No land. Atlanta, you can basically just scratch to the side. They don't really. Matter. So I mean, I guess it is between the Saints and and the Panthers, and I mean the the Saints do have a new quarterback in Derek Carr, Jimmy Graham. Kind of, look, I mean, he he looked like 2013 yeah. Jimmy Graham yesterday. Is a preseason. Like, They've already got yeah. between him and games. Michael Thomas, they'll play a combined five games this year. Alvin <laughs> Kamara out for the first three weeks, but yeah. once he comes back, he'll be dangerous as yeah. always. Yeah. I, I just think I that they the, have yeah. more proven ability. The Panthers are on the right trajectory for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. But that being said, they're still young. There's still things to figure out. You have a new coaching staff. At least there's some sort of consistency and also some higher level talent down yeah. in new orleans uh you'll be glad to know garrett or maybe not glad no, knowing these guys track record chandler has the chicago bears winning the nfc north that dude <laughs> he, he dooted you on his own team. i wanted to make kind of like way. a i i, I kind of wanted to make a like a leap you wanted the trendy now, and, but I, I do like the the the, the duo of of uh, Justin Fields and DJ Moore. I love DJ Moore this year. Yeah, I wanted I, him bad on Saturday. I, I think that they will definitely apply some pressure to the Vikings, but I just think the Vikings. This is probably the last year Minnesota is going to be, you know, far their windows away. Like, closing. Yeah, and they are the best in that division. But as the Bears get a little bit more experience, the Lions get a little bit more experience, and who knows what Jordan Love will do. But you know, the Packers could be going in the right direction so joey has the vikings win in the north but your bears getting in as a wild card is that 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 i could see a little bit more likely i I just think that they're not going to be able to keep up with minnesota straight away but they could sneak in probably lose in the first round what do you think about roshan 
See, I, I saw that tweet. I'm fired up for Roshan. I like him, man. He's a big body. You know, and this, I don't think that offense is going to be just a one running back backfield. He they're, looks like a Bears running yeah, back. Yeah, they're going to throw him in. He's probably only going to pick up 40, 50 yards a game, maybe. But every time they get within like the 15 yard line, they're just going to hand it and say, run, buddy. Yeah. They don't have many assets, but I did hear they're in the sweepstakes for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I, honestly, I almost hope that they aren't. I, The whole running back thing is obviously very contentious, but Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson, where they are right now, I don't really know if you... They, I think they have the money, so you could, but the issue is do you really want to shell it out for a guy that has potentially only three or four more is, really good seasons. Is Deontay Foreman going to get some playing time for you guys? I really like that guy. I, I thought he was wonderful. The Chicago kind of looked like the ex-Panthers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they did until they let P.J. Walker go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that he'll probably play some. Um, I, I don't know if Khalil Herbert is going to be far and away the RB1, but between him and Roshan obviously wanting to give some opportunity to the young guy you just drafted, Foreman might be kind of that guy sitting on the side <clears> and inevitably when one of them probably gets dinged up. Yeah. He'll step in, and I'm sure he'll come away with a 100-yard game just to say, yep, I'm still here. Yeah. If you uh, are following you know, the ECU guys in the NFL, Tuesday is a big day. That is the final cut day, and we'll see what happens with Holt Naylor's, with Keaton Mitchell, Isaiah Winstead, Ryan Jones. So Morgan Ehlers told us on Friday uh, he expects, and, and I would assume he's had conversations with sources close to the situation, I he expects <laughs> uh, Holden to get waived, go through waivers, and then get scooped back up by Seattle. Now, again, I I heard Bailey say the same thing on his show earlier today. I don't understand why they wouldn't just keep him rather than doing that. I don't know about the financials, the number. I don't know. I don't get it. But that is what Morgan said uh, when he joined us on Friday. I think it's a good fit with him. You know, obviously learning under Coach Carroll would be wonderful. Geno Smith is a longtime vet. Drew Locke, not too much older, but still older. It seems to be a pretty decent quarterback room to be around, especially hearing the interactions between Geno and Drew Locke. Um, and he's been there the whole preseason. And, and he's played decently. Yeah, he's, he's played pretty he good. He's much different than the other two quarterbacks. He's also a lefty. But the opportunity could be there at some point to step into that second role. Yeah. Uh, I like it, and uh, good luck to him. Isaiah Winstead, Chandler, made a couple catches the other night. Yeah, I, I was uh, paying attention to him, and his route running looks really good. He made a man look silly uh, on a crossing route. He uh, The ball was actually kind of behind him, and um, we actually saw this last year with him, too, about being able to, like, yards after catch and yeah. creating separation. He was able to do that the other night. I really think he has a strong case to uh, – maybe make the 53 man but um more than anything the practice squad i yeah. think he's i think he's done enough to kind of prove his case yeah i think that you could just bet on him every single week last year to get you know eight catches 80 yards something like that he was just always catching the ball but i think keaton mitchell will probably be easily the favorite out of all of the past pirates to make the actual to roster. make the roster yeah, we shall see uh, coming up on Tuesday. Well, Garrett, uh, enjoyed having you, man. I, and I keep in touch with uh, with you guys. So if ECU and Vandy cross paths again, or if they're, I don't know, maybe we'll get you on to talk some Titans or something. But we'll uh, keep in touch with you. Thanks for joining us here on Pirate Radio. Uh, we've enjoyed watching you on TV. And good luck, man. It's a pleasure, gentlemen.
Thanks. All right. There All right, he is. Garrett. Garrett Short, who will be heading to Nashville, the next country music star or maybe just TV guy. We'll see. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. When we return, Bobo is here. Bo Bats. So uh, get ready for some old dad jokes. And candy. Probably some inappropriate jokes, too. And uh, everything in between with Bo Bats when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. Clementine. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your uh, GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Game Week Monday. Fired up, ready to go for Saturday. We'll be with you 8 a.m. Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll be with you during the game on Facebook and YouTube. Watch party, ECU versus Michigan. And after the game, U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Taking your calls on into the evening. As uh, long as you want to call and talk, we'll be here until the last caller is served. Another Game Week here at Pirate Radio fired up ready to go shirley Rhodes here intern joey we got chan man and we got santa bo bo bats bringing gifts and uh always love seeing bo bats in here hello bo hello guys thank you for being here we like doing bo bats impressions while you're not around what do you believe us <laughs> well I mean, i'm amazed i haven't heard it because i listen to you guys every day i said uh boy that i'm so old <laughs> while ago you I, said i'm so old i dated I, a girl named i actually I, I, dated Aunt let Orp. me tell the joke what are you saying a uh, moment ago i'm doing it right now please oh, I didn't know. y'all guys don't get upset again that, that, <laughs> we did upset up Bo the other day we did upset Bo. i'm so old i dated ann arbor in high school <laughs> <laughs> well look before we get going on what i'm here to talk about um and i know chandler's good about breaking news stories and shirley too this this is just coming out right now. Uh-oh. Y'all are, this is a pirate radio exclusive. Gosh. Can I get some up? up? <laughs> You're calling for music? Can I, I get Troy Dreyfus? Oh, my God, dude. You just come in here and take over. Go ahead, buddy. Breaking news? We got to find that. We hadn't played it in so long. Let's surely find it. I'm, I'm going to build the, build the uh, excitement. <laughs> Everybody sitting down. If you're in your car, make sure you're sitting down, not standing up while driving. Everybody remain remain calm. <laughs> Bo Bats breaking news on the way. I'll go ahead and do it without music. I don't know. I, I don't. I want the music. Oh, here we right, go. Here we Hit go. it, Shirley. Hit it from the beginning. Bo Bats breaking news. This is a pirate radio exclusive. I'm here to report that there will be another pirate coach missing as opposed to the two Michigan coaches missing. Uh, it is a roid rage incident. And I just want to let everybody know it's me. 
I will not be on the sidelines or in the press box because of hemorrhoid issues. <laughs> God. <laughs> that dude. Oh, boy. I don't know. Man. I don't know if that deserves the buildup that it got. <laughs> but that we stinks. wish you well. Would you like a pillow to sit on while you're here? Yes, I'll, I'll just cut a hole in the bottom of this one. Steve says, uh, what do ticks and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're both parasites. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah. Add that to the arsenal. And he'll be here all week, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Skip's in the house. What's up, gentlemen? Bo, you are here not only for the amazing jokes, but also to talk Pitt County Girls Softball League. First of all, man, what a uh, run it was in the Softball World Series. That was a lot of fun following the girls. And how about they had to go down? They had to do it the hard way. Said, forget the easy way. We'll go down to Warner Robins. We'll win that. Uh, We'll lose our first game in the Softball World Series and come back and then make it to the end. It was a lot of fun to to watch. It it really was a great run by those girls. Um, Like you said, they lost the first. We hosted the state tournament out at uh, Sarah Law this year. They lost that first game had to win their way back through that and then like you said it won an exciting game on a, on a monday morning to to qualify for the regional went down there and just dominated everybody down yeah. at the regional and then came back here and naturally they drew a tough that texas team is um i think they're getting ready to take the place of the angels in major league <laughs> baseball but uh the uh you know that that young lady that left-handed pitcher they had she was tremendous but hey as you saw later on they 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 hit her that day that first day we just didn't get the runs in and then the next time we played her we beat her so it was uh it was amazing and then i think they just basically by the time they got to that championship game on sunday they were just gassed yeah they they had used a lot of energy to get in there and it was hot as hades down there well, uh, the girls uh, return to school, but about time to get ready for some more softball, right? Fall ball registration going on right now. You're right, Clip. It, uh, right now, and I'll, I'll try to make sure everybody understands this, it's urgent that you go ahead and, 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 and call the uh, call me or call the uh, or use, uh, go to the website. Get registered now. We are filling up quickly, but we are in particular need for more uh, six and under girls, eight and unders. And the 12 and unders. The 10s, we have probably 90 girls. Uh, we've already got, I think, eight teams in that age group, which is wonderful. That's a lot of lot of 10U teams for a fall. But uh, 6, 8, 10, 8, 12, it, you come on out there. We'll find a place for you. And we got, uh, we're, we're blessed that we have sponsors. So if we do have to grow a couple of teams, we're in good shape on that. And it's going on right now. And I think, I know they've dropped the price this year. Uh, from it, normally it's been somewhere around 100 I think they've dropped it back in, and don't quote me on this but I think they've dropped it back into the $50 range mm. for fall Okay. so hopefully that will uh, if money was, was any kind of holding you back uh, hey we just cut basically cut it in half we want you out there and uh, because if we can keep building up these younger age groups that's just it just bodes well for the entire league absolutely bo bats joining us once again uh for parents that want to sign their girls up where do they go to do that you can do it online or uh the old-fashioned way right yeah i I mean feel free to um to go to the website www.pcgsl.org it's not a dot com it's an dot org Mm -hmm. or you or or you feel free to call text me or call me uh, 252-714- 
252-714-5485. That's 252-714-5485. And I will get you in contact with the people that will get your young lady signed up. Bo, tell us about uh, the golf tournament you got coming up and how people can get involved. Yeah, man, this is about, I think this is the 20th one I've done or 25th or somewhere in that range. It's getting on up there. It's like everything else with me is getting on up there. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> this hey, is like when Dangerfield used to go on Johnny Carson. I'm so old that Ironwood just used to be a forest. That's, that's <laughs> a, didn't have any houses, didn't have a golf course. It was just on the side of the road. So. Yep, just trees. But that's where we'll be having that tournament this year on Friday, September the 29th. It's... Um, it's a best ball format, so everybody you don't have to be good at it to, to come out and enjoy. It's uh, you're supporting a great cause. My goal is always to raise somewhere around twenty five thousand out of that event. And so, if you're interested, call me um, or email me at the infamous Bobo Bats at gmail I'll be glad to get you all the information. We still have some slots. It's $450 for a team, $115 if you just want to come out as an individual, $550 if you want to add a whole sponsorship to, whole sponsorship to the team, or if you just want to sponsor a whole, it's $125. And um, uh, Ironwood is great to work with, and they're very fair with what they charge us to, to uh, be able to have our tournament out there. I think this is about my 10th year in a row out there. And uh, John and John, they're just great guys to work with. So um, that's coming up on the 29th. As long as I hear from you by that week, I can get you in. I can get your whole sponsorship signs done. And um, please come on out because I think I think right now I'm sitting on about 15 or 16 teams. And generally we can go about 20 without creating any problems for John and his staff. That's uh, Friday 29th of September? That's correct. Okay. Gotcha. And, and just to let you know about the format, this will – you, you can go into the office, if anybody still does that. Um, you can go into the office, be out there by 11. From 11 to 12, we've got lunch, uh, Chick-fil-A sandwiches. We've got – you can hit range balls. Um, then we have a shotgun start at 12. Generally, you're out of there with rewards and, and, uh, and, and prizes and everything by 5 o'clock. All right. Do you participate, Bo? No, it's supposed to be a fun event. So if I was out there, it wouldn't be any fun for me. Um, you know, it's just like why why they keep calling it fun night every time I have to raise fifty thousand dollars because it hadn't been fun for me in years. Um, <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, also, Bo, uh, other opportunities for fundraising for the league and uh those amazing cards uh that that i use all the time those are uh some of the but what other uh fundraising items do you have we also have the uh clips referring to the five dollar pcgsl those are awesome fundraising uh discount cards it's about 25 26 businesses on there and everybody you'll find somewhere everybody goes to one of these places as much as my girls love zaxby's i use that one like twice a week exactly and um it's sonic um they great deals on that and, and uh, Texas Roadhouse and Tiebreakers, a lot of great sponsors that that really step up and help the league, and um, so that's on there. And um, uh, they're available now. They'll run till the end of uh, of August of 2024. But we also have, and, and I'm excited about this, the Attractions Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's twenty five dollars, and it basically covers from Greenville all the way over to the coast. So if you've got a beach place or you're going down there for vacation, 
it's got places down there you can go and it's got some tremendous we have they have a new rep uh lisa crawley did a fantastic job for about 20 years with that book she's she's moved on to other things but the new guy rob campbell came in here really strong got a lot of great um discounts there's several of them in there 25 dollars. nice yeah the book's 25 so you use that one coupon yeah and you get your money back and i mean it's got fast food places it's got bowling alleys it's got just about anything you could think of if you can't get 25 dollars you're not leaving the house do so i can tell you <laughs> yeah. do uh so do people contact you to get one of those how can people get the the books or the card right now we're i think we're planning on drafting teams later this week and after that the girls will all have them so okay. you'll be able to contact them but anyway if you need it right now uh, like Clip was on in getting ready to go into conniption fit because his was going to run out this week. On Thursday's my last day. <laughs> and, uh, you're leaving too? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can call me, 714-5485, or, or text me either way, and I'll, I'll bring them to you. And um, I always try – I've got a, a core group of people that support me, and they've already got their cards, and they've already got their books, and – um, but I got plenty of them, and uh, you just get in touch with me. Or once the once the league starts up in a, in a week or so, those girls will be coming around asking you. So make sure you step up and and help those young ladies on that. Bo Bats joining us. Bo, uh, you got a score in mind for ECU Michigan on Saturday? I don't really have a score, but I I think we're going to represent well. Okay, uh, there's, there's just something that tells me that. Um, you know it's you know michigan's got as strong as they are they've got some holes to fill too and including two coaches yeah um, yeah you know, so i've offered to go up there and run plays for them but um that i haven't got they hadn't gotten back to me i even have khaki pants and everything else so i, fi- I <laughs> figured i was qualified well you're not coaching for us because you just announced that, that a while yeah ago, i hate so, that yeah. i hate that yeah because you know now now you won't have anybody in the box doing anything but um no, I take that back. No, those guys will be real busy. But, uh, I, I think we're going. If you had to I bet on going, it, you take ECU side. I'm thinking it's going to be something like 35 to 13. That's. Okay. I think we'll score, and I think we. I don't. I just don't believe we're going to go up there and lose 60 to nothing like these so-called experts think. I'm so old. The first game I bet on, the first sporting event I bet on was David versus Goliath. <laughs> And I took the points. <laughs> and I bet the farmland. David plus three stones. was. Uh, I also missed on that 40 days and uh, 40 nights of floods. You had the under? I had the under on that, yes. It's tough, it's tough betting in biblical times, I can tell you. Oh, that's good stuff, Bo. Uh, how many wins do you see for ECU? Will be back in a bowl this year? I think, I think six at a minimum. Right. Okay. That's a tough schedule we got. I yeah. Mean, pe- yeah. People... The only problem with winning is people get a little bit unrealistic. And I'm going to tell you what, Steve Logan always said this, winning a football game is tough. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, it's it's a hard thing to do to come out there because everybody's trying to win. Well, Brett Every, McMurphy, everybody's got players. I know Brett McMurphy that tweeted, uh, and we'll see how it works, but East Carolina will be underdogs in like nine of the 12 games. I can believe it based on, you know, that, that's a tough road schedule. We got some tough teams coming in here at home, but yeah. But you know, I think I think we got more talent now than 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 we've ever had under Mike Houston. I just think there's a lot more depth, and it's taken him a while to do that, and and it does. Anybody that turns a football program around isn't going to do it like basketball. You can't bring five players in in football and turn it around. You got to bring in fifty. Uh, I just feel 
I feel decent about quarterback. Maybe not for week one. I think the quarterback play will get better as the year goes on. Just concerned about offensive line. I, other than that, I feel pretty good about this team. And oh, I, and I think our defense is going to keep us in in a lot of games. It's it's tough to, to when when your first one for your quarterbacks and offensive line is against the number two team in the country. That's a that's a tough way to start. Yeah. You, you can sure as hell believe Alabama isn't playing the number two team. Everybody else gets cream puffs in that first game. Well, now they're calling us a cream uh, puff. Apparently, according to Josh oh. Perry, we're a cream puff. If you look around and you're wondering who the cream puffs are, you might be the cream puff. Are we? We're not the cream puff, are no, we? No. Okay. No. All right. But hey, hey, and I forgot that Alabama always has their cream puff about the eleventh game. Yeah, they do. U L Monroe at the end of the year. or yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mercer or somebody like that. Saint Andrews School of the Cripple Blind Nuns or somebody. <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> I tell you, I always felt sorry for them watching them get beat by yeah. hundred. Well, it's hard to play in those uniforms they got with the hoods. And <laughs> Steve said back then you had to drive to Judea uh, to place the bets. It wasn't legal everywhere, and it wasn't in Virginia either. No, sir, couldn't drive up there. No, who was the bookie? <laughs> Brutus, <laughs> Brutus, or Judas? <clears throat> All right, so Bo, let's uh, let's hit your bullet points one more time before we let you go. Okay, fall ball registration. When's the deadline? I would say the deadline's in the next two or three days. All right, um, get them in. Just go ahead and get it on in. Please call me and uh, or or go to the website. They will get you in there if you can get in in the next couple of days. Once again, the price has been cut, so that should make it even more appealing to, to get you out there. Watch we- out for falling prices. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a blue light out there. Um <laughs> Those were left over from Kmart, weren't they? <laughs> the blue light specials, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you say something about a red lighter? Nah, that was somebody else. I want you. All right, go ahead, Bo. Go ahead. Oh, uh, but um, you know that is ongoing. We also um, we're always looking for fence sign sponsors along those lines. So we still got more fence, and if we run out of fence, we'll build more fence. Um, and um, but that's a great way to show support if if a team's out of your price range or if it's something you're in a business that that uh, seeing it on the fence helps you better then then we can welcome you that route. Um, we also we got the golf tournament going on and that's uh, September 29th. That's out at Ironwood. Mm-hmm. It'll run from 11 to about five. Best ball so you can have fun. Um, we'll feed you lunch. We'll feed you dinner. We're going to feed. Uh, we got good, uh, goodie bags and and range balls. And so we try to we try to take care of you out there. And we've we've been blessed. We've had a lot of people playing this thing year year after year. Bo, uh, I don't know if Skip is asking or telling. Uh, he says y'all need umpires. Oh, so certainly need umpires. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, way you can in fact, tell him to get in touch with me, and I'll uh, I'll I'll send him to the umpire in chief. We, okay. We've got a guy that handles all that for us. So uh, yeah, umpire. There's a lot of different ways you can help out uh, the Pitt County Girls Softball League. Bo, you're one of my favorite guests because a you laugh at the things I say, but b you make us laugh. So well, tell Skip you, you can't have vision over twenty one hundred, and and <laughs> if you if you're going to be an umpire because you got to have an excuse. <laughs> so only umpires without uh, without good vision. Without good vision. All That's right, all. Well. Yeah, that way that way they're justified. Bo, thank you uh, for hanging out with us, man. Good luck, and uh, anytime you need to get something out, come over. Even if you don't need to promote something, just come on by. You come hang out. Well, I mean that. I, yeah. I, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, I always get great response after I'm on here. There'll be there'll be several of my, and I was smart enough this year not to bring my phone in here 
so that it doesn't ring because there, there'll be messages on my phone when I get back. Good. If, if provided that. hadn't melted into cars. <laughs> yeah. And some people uh, contact you to do parties and stuff with your comedy after you leave here, right? Say, yes. Oh, yes. Are you, are you free uh, on Friday night? What can you? Yeah, I think um, I think Chandler and I are going to team up. It's going to be like Martin and Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way Bo, next time me and clip get into one of our bouts can you come in here and kind of lighten the mood a little bit and maybe i'll just come in here and referee the damn thing so <laughs> Bo, you're the man thanks for hanging out with us hey i've been married twice i can officiate a fight so <laughs> how many of you fights did you win back then with them two Oh, the second one I don't fight. The first one I never won. So. <laughs> there you go. Bo Betts, the great, the legend, joining us here. Uh, will Shirley share her candy with me? Did you give her any instructions on that big candy bag? What, that, what do you think, Shirley? Is that for her or everybody? That's for everybody. Damn. You yeah. heard him. She's a nice lady. You heard the man. You can uh, have the Almond Joys. I don't... Good Lord. I don't want to share. This is a this is a choosy beggar over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll take a break. Come back. More to go uh, from one legend to another. Brian Bailey going to join us when oh, we return. God. BB, uh, when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market, or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you. Game Week, Pirate Radio Live, Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, intern Joey. And uh, I just enjoyed a Kit Kat courtesy of Bo Bats. Thank you, Bo, for uh, hanging out. Sorry, Shirley. I only got one. My Kit Kat. I only got one. Give me a break. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Do we have BB? Yes, we do. Brian Bailey joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Bailey, happy game week to you. How you doing, man? Man, happy game week to you. Waited a long time, it feels like, but finally it's here. Yes, sir, and this one's different than a lot of week one game weeks, and we were here uh, just earlier talking about this matchup compared to what the Pirates will see the remainder of this 2023 season, and it just, it, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I, it almost feels like you're just stepping up into a different league almost, taking on a team that is picked to be in the college football playoff, contend for a championship. The old Lou Holtz, they put their pants on the same way we do, and they're human on the other side just like we are. But, man, it feels like a uh, tough task awaiting the Pirates coming up on Saturday. Well, it certainly is. It's the toughest of tasks. I mean, this is a very good Michigan football team that, as you said, picked by many to go to the final four in college football in the, in the playoffs. And, you know, they, they just, they're, they've got so much experience. They're such, you know, beasts on the offensive line. 
Uh, you know, I think, you know, talking to Blake Harrell today, I think he, he's concerned about that. Uh, but, but again, you know, it's one of those situations you go up and, and you let it fly and see how it goes. I think, I think realistically what the pirate coaches are hoping to go up and have a, you know, really good, you know, a good game, play solid, don't turn the ball over, stay in the game. I mean, they know they're big underdogs and odds are they're going to, you know, lose by a couple of touchdowns, maybe three, maybe four. But I think that they've got a lot of, of, of things to look forward to, and it's a great opportunity. And, you know, what's to say don't go up there and, you know, if Michigan takes them lightly. Michigan, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is going to be now. I don't, the head coach is not going to be there. So I don't know, you know, as far as the coaching staff goes, and say if they have some problems early on and everybody gets mad at one another because nobody's there to, to coach, maybe something crazy happens. We've seen crazier before, right? Uh, we have seen some crazier before, and you look at the biggest upsets in college football history, there have been some lines uh, that were bigger than the 35 and a half, 36, whatever it is, for East Carolina and Michigan. And uh had a, a comment in our chat earlier from Luke. He said, uh, can you think back to 2008? Uh, the team that contained West Virginia and Pat White so well, how shocking was it? Are there similarities between that ECU team and this team, or was that defense on another level? That defense was dominant. You had three guys on the line uh, play in the NFL. Uh, the shocking thing about that was just the, the complete dominance. It wasn't the win. It was just the way ECU dominated that day. And do we have a Linville Joseph on this D-line? I'm going to say no. Do we have a C.J. Wilson, a, a Scotty Robinson, a Jay Ross? Maybe. Uh, maybe to that caliber. But, man, uh, the, 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 this Michigan team looks better, I think, on paper than that West Virginia team. But that was one of those days. That, that was a shocker when it happened, Bailey, just the way ECU dominated that day. Yeah, it really was. I remember you know, very, very well. And, and we all thought that the Pirates had a chance. When you play at home, in a situation like that, your odds go up, you know, immensely. So you're playing at home, you get the home crowd behind you, and you've got that great defensive line. And they, they did, they dominated. It was Pat White, wasn't it? And he was, he was yeah. all over the place, you know, trying to find something and, and never got on track. I mean, he really struggled the entire game. And I think that was the big shocker of the whole thing was, you know, not, not the win. Because I think a lot of folks thought, you know, Pirates could pull the upset at home. But, man, the way they did it, it was dominating. And that was – what was West Virginia ranked? Eighth at the time, seven? Yeah, they were top ten coming in. Yeah, they were top ten. So, yeah. And, and you know, you think about it, that ranking is just that. It's a ranking. It's based basically on, you know, last year and what's coming back this year. As Coach Houston said, Pirates lost the 13th ranked team in the country in game one last year. That was at home, and that was a game the Pirates should have won. But they didn't. Uh, so I think you go up to Ann Arbor, and I, I think a lot of folks are looking forward to the trip to see the big house. I know I am, and uh, see how it goes. Brian Bailey in the big house coming up this Saturday, uh, planning to hook up with Bailey on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Coming up Saturday morning, looking forward to our wall-to-wall coverage here on Pirate Radio. Bailey, a lot of questions when it comes to the the starting lineup the depth chart for ecu we'll see what mike houston has to say when we ask him questions coming up tuesday for his game week press conference um also as far as i know he hasn't said mason garcia is going to be the starter or alex flynn is going to be the starter do you think we get that tomorrow uh, when we talk to coach houston you know i i'm not sure if we will or not somebody told me that they heard him say that it would be and maybe he'll say on his he's got his radio show tonight maybe he'll say more about it tonight okay but uh, my 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 best bet is that it'll be mason garcia um just just from everything you know you look at and you, you talk to folks and i don't think it's any real big secret i mean that was the plan all along 
I think Mason struggled at times. I think, you know, Alex probably struggled at times too, a little bit. But I think that when you look at the whole body of work, I think Mason's the one. And uh, one of my favorite things about Game Week, Bailey, when we'd go to those press conferences, you'd get that nice, uh, fresh depth chart and uh, for ECU, and uh, you get the opponents as well. That An injury report, uh, the injury report is long gone, and depth charts are becoming more and more a thing in the past, too. I understand that, that maybe that, that Michigan doesn't release a, a depth chart, so uh, are we even going to get an ECU depth chart this year? Last I heard, we weren't getting one for game one. I think that's a little bit of gamesmanship. And I think, you know, if, if, if it's good for one, it's got to be good for the other. So I don't think you'll see. I think, you know, kind of we, we kind of know most of the positions and what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of flexibility uh, in, in bo- on both sides of the football. But I think we're going to learn a lot about that team coming up on Saturday. I will say this. If you're looking for glass half full uh, going into this game, Michigan does not really have the element of surprise. We know what they're going to do. We know their quarterback, they're the two stud running backs, the NFL offensive linemen that they have, and, and everybody across the board. I, like They don't have any tape on Mason Garcia, really, or this offense. And uh, East Carolina at least has that in their pocket. So if they want to come out and do some things maybe Michigan hasn't seen on film, uh, then, then we could catch them early there. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's the, the possibility and the fact you go out, you hit them in the mouth early and you hang around. You know, the longer you let a big underdog hang around, you know, the better the chances, you know, go for the upset. And I think that's what the Pirates, they want to survive that first half. They're going to have to survive. You know, that running game is just a power running game. And, you know, if you get pushed around on the line of scrimmage, if you don't have, you know, people in the right slots to try to, you know, a gap control and that kind of thing, it can be a long Saturday afternoon very quickly. But uh, I like the, the look I had Blake Harrell had in his eyes today. I mean, I think, you know, they're looking at it like, hey, we know what they're going to do. They're going to try to run it right down our throats, and we got to be man enough to stop them. Man up. Man-to-man football uh, coming up Saturday at the Big House. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, have you looked over uh, my game of the week? The game I'm looking forward to the most week one in college football is UTSA Houston. Uh, they played an awesome one last year. Uh, UTSA is actually a one-point favorite on the road at Houston. Now, you've got some some headliners and top 25 teams playing, but kind of diving into the weeds, I like that game just about out of any. Have you kind of looked ahead? Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, that, that's a big one coming up Saturday night. Uh, anything on your radar for this weekend? Yeah, I'm hoping that we get back in town from Michigan early enough to see you know at least most of that North Carolina, South Carolina game. I think that'll be That'll be a lot of fun to watch with what both those teams have and a little bit of a rivalry there. But, yeah, it's uh, it's just great to have college football back. I mean, you know, like we said on the on the radio this afternoon, I mean, you know, you go through high school football, we'll, we'll be through week three when we get the first college football game. And then hard to believe the high school football season will almost be half over when the NFL starts. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Uh, and uh, speaking of which, I tuned in to Touchdown Friday, Friday night, and uh, good to see my Conley Vikings get off the mat, get a win. Uh, they are one and one. Uh, how about South Central, Bailey? Uh, my, my daughter's first day at South Central today. So she is a Falcon. So I guess I'm a, a Falcon as well now, uh, along with being a Viking. But they're 2-0 and under Chris Cherry. Chris Cherry doing it up. I'm telling you, what Chris Cherry is, in my opinion, is just a leader amongst men. I mean, I think he's going to coach the chess team in the spring. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. He just goes out, and he's just a, an outstanding leader <clears throat> amongst men, and he's, he's done a great job 2-0 so far. 
Brian Bailey joining us. Uh, Ken Wallington taking over the touchdown Friday duties this week, right? Yes. Ken Wallington will take over the touchdown Friday duties. We'll have a, a report from Michigan that we run in the show. That's part of the uh, the trade-off that we're able to do as far as getting a chance to go. And we still have to fill that entire half hour. So I try to do some stuff up you know, wherever we go to try to send it back and uh, give us a East Carolina flavor to our touchdown Friday that night. Guys, uh, I got a, a look at an exclusive look. This is not out there for the public. I, I saw Brian Bailey's fantasy football team today, and it was one of the more disgusting things I've ever laid eyes on. It was like watching the cow. It was like looking at the Cowboys roster. Basically, the only problem is you don't have the best one. You don't have the Cowboy that I have on my team, Tony Pollard, Bailey. Yeah, he 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 was gone before I had a chance to get him. But everybody else, <laughs> Bailey got Dak, Ceedee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Cowboys defense, the tight end Ferguson. I think I'm missing somebody. You got them all. I'm sure. I think I've got Mike McCarthy somewhere <laughs> where he goes. But yeah. I didn't plan it that way. But it just kind of got. Yeah, you know, I wanted to get the Cowboys defense. So I think they're really going to be good defensively. Yeah. I just want to take Dak to be honest with you because I get so mad at him during the game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I had the eighth pick, and it's a quarterback-driven league, and so I took Dak with that eighth pick. You got Dak before Justin Fields. I was surprised at that, so you did pretty good at QB. So he was still sitting around. You know, we, we played two quarterbacks, so I got two halfway decent ones. There you go. BB, ready for some fantasy football, some college football, high school, pro, everything in between. Fun time of the year. Great chat with Blake Harrell. If you missed it earlier, we'll air it again. Six o'clock on Pirate Radio. You can download it or watch it on YouTube at any time. But uh, just recapping that before we let you go, Bailey, uh, what kind of sense did you get from uh, Coach Harrell when you talked to him earlier today? I just think that, that that him, the staff, I mean, everybody's just really excited about getting the season started. I mean, you think about all the work that goes into a football season. And, and we talk about it all the time that it flies by, but it doesn't fly by when you're at camp every day and, and all those long days. I just think that everybody there is just excited about, you know, the chance. And it's a great opportunity to put East Carolina on the football map. And uh, you, go, you go up there and you, you, you lay out your cards and see how they – see how, what happens. BB, enjoyed it, man. Uh, have a good trip to Ann Arbor. Looking forward to talking to you live from there coming up on Saturday. Sounds good. We'll see you then. See you, BB. There he is Brian Bailey joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. Saw uh, Jamie drop this. Jamie said, I wish Brian was in my league. <laughs> you ain't lying. Uh, he said, off topic, but saw the cards cut Colt McCoy. He said, maybe they get him back on waivers. So Colt McCoy... I thought it was like already penciled in to be their starter. Well, they did cut him. I did see that earlier. And why do I care? Because the Commanders played the Cardinals week one. So I was reading they picked up Josh Dobbs. Who are the other quarterbacks? Who is starting Clayton for the Cardinals? Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. US, USA Today Sports says that Colt McCoy was released, and it opens the door for either Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon My to God. start you be with Kyler Murray still sideline. All right. Must win for the Commanders week one. If we lose to Clayton Toon or to Josh Dobbs or to Hollywood Brown running Wildcat quarterback, then we're in a lot of trouble. What is the line? Has that line adjusted yet with this news? Commanders were favorites, obviously. But Bobby. this just makes me more nervous about week one. That we're somehow going to screw this up. We can't screw this up. No. We gotta beat the Cardinals. Gotta beat the Cardinals. Let's see if we got a line. 
Uh, seven point favorites. God, I'm terrified. It's way too many points. How? I'm howling at the moon, baby. Let's take a timeout. When we return, Clips best games of week one. I'm not going to give you the the Florida Utah, the LSU Florida State. I'm going to dive into the weeds a little bit and tell you some good games coming up week one of the college football season. Jay Nick, Jason Nichols joining us in hour three plus a giveaway. A lot more to go back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's uh, head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. You don't know this song, do you? They are the dream. I, I like this guy on YouTube right now named Not Applicable. Ap- applicable. Okay. Because he's uh, he's laying out his <clears throat> sentences in in a row here. He says the score was thirty four to thirty two. The year was two thousand seven. The game was the first on a new network on a channel considered obscure that no one had on cable. I'm assuming he's referring to App State and Michigan. And I like the way you did that. Not applicable. Applicable. But I will say that is not applicable to this game. But I like where your head's at. I like what you're doing. I like it. I, do li- like? I like that he's connecting the dots. I like dot connecting. I like connecting the dots. Connect the dots. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> rest, rest in peace. I got it. Right. Rest oh, in I peace. had forgotten all about that. Shirley. By dots. the way. La, 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 la. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. I did think that was a good joke. And I think Bob Barker would have appreciated that joke. That oh, the went, one that he was close to a hundred. Everybody saying it at the same time. Sorry. <laughs> Chandler was saying something completely different. I was I had to throw in my Adam Sandler reference, you know. Shirley, you say it. That he got as close to a hundred without going over. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> I think in honor of Bob Barker, I should break this out. I know Chris uh, likes when I do this. In honor of Clip's favorite game. The mountain climber game on The Price is Right. All right, uh, Shirley, can you give me some ESPN college football music? Because I'm going to tell you. I have to find it. I'm going to tell you my favorite games of week one. 
I love those drums. When those drums hit, uh, I'm all gonna, right. Give me a second to find it. I'm gonna wait for the drums. I can't talk till the drums hit. Got to wait. Just like Bo Bats breaking yep. news. Yep. He will not tell the breaking news until the music's played. Nope. Got to wait till the drum hits. Oh, wait a minute. I must have give us right the drums by. or give us that. Todd. Todd. I'm gonna say this. The games you have posted on Facebook are on my list. Wow. Your kiss is on my list. Todd. And those two games are on my list. Great minds. But I will not say what they are. I will not even hint at them until I hear the drums. Oh! Woo-hoo! Oops, sorry. Why oh! did you take them away from me? <laughs> what a tease. Oh. What a tease. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> You're looking live. Oh, baby. Week one. My favorite games. These are a few of my favorite games. Let's go Thursday night. I have two games on the list just out of pure curiosity factor. You know what? Three out of pure curiosity factor. Four. Out of pure curiosity, do we factor. have five? These are my, these are my four pure curiosity factor games. They're not necessarily must watch. I have must watch games on this list, but I have four in the pure curiosity category. Chandler, my first is Thursday night, Nebraska at Minnesota. Now, why am I curious about this game? Uh, Matt Rule's first year. Boom, you nailed it. Back in college football. And P.J. Fleck potentially on the hot seat of Minnesota. Don't care about that. Matt Rule's first game. But I tell you what, how hot does that seat get if old Matt Rule wins that first game? Mm, it's pretty pretty warm. Pretty toasty. All right, that is Thursday night. Let's move to Saturday at noon. Pure curiosity game number two. Coach Brown. Yep. Colorado it's- at TCU. And on the flip side of that, what does TCU do in their opener after their magical year last year? Uh, appearance in the national championship game. You lose your quarterback from last year. You lose your top-notch receiver, Quentin, uh, Quentin Johnson. Uh, you bring in a Colorado team that has brought in a superstar uh, on the football field and in the FCS level last year uh, in Deion Sanders. So let's see how the pressure gets to them. All right, pure curiosity game number three. South Carolina State at Charlotte. Why am I curious about this one, Chandler? Um, Biff Pogey. <laughs> uh, the old Biffer. Now, South Carolina State has already played a game. I believe they played last week against Jackson State. I could be wrong. Well, you got a computer right there. Right. Look it up. I am curious to see what old Biffer does in the opener, and my goodness, I would love nothing more than South Carolina State to go in and beat Charlotte and have that sleeveless buffoon making excuses after the game. Uh, So I am curious about that one. All right, pure curiosity game number four is... Yep, yep, yep. Uh, South Carolina State did uh, get, they lost to uh, Jackson State yesterday or over the weekend, thirty-seven to seven. All right, not looking good for the Biffer. What are you laughing at? Uh, or for South Carolina State? No, I'm just laughing at Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> you got interns making fun of you, man. You need to handle that. How about you shut up? You can't All have right. that, man. You can't have interns right. punking you like that. Who's in here? Who's over there? <laughs> 
Hey, how about you take out the trash? <laughs> take out I'm the papers t- and the trash. It's Monday. You did I'm, that last week. I'm tired of doing it for the past eight years. That game, uh, South Carolina State, Charlotte, 6 o'clock Saturday. Pure curiosity game number four, Northwestern at Rutgers. Why am I curious about that? Northwestern at Rutgers. Well, you have all the situation in the offseason. I want to see what North- kind of team they have. Northwestern. The yeah. What do they got? What do they have after the the offseason? Yeah. From the, Hale. From Hale. All right, Damn. now my my games I'm looking forward to watch. Saturday, 7 o'clock, Clips game of the week, UTSA at Houston. I've talked up the Roadrunners. I got them winning the American. They are one-point favorites at Houston. I wish they were underdogs. I'd feel more comfortable if they were dogs. But i uh, got to take the Roadrunners. i got to put my money where my mouth is Saturday night, 7 o'clock, are we going to be done by with the fifth quarter by then? I want to be home to watch that game. I would hope so. UTSA at Houston, 7 o'clock on Saturday, my game of the week. Houston's uh, first game as a member of the Big 12. It's the Big 12! The Big 12! And keep a close eye on former Pirate Malik Fleming. Malik Fleming. A guy like Malik Fleming? A guy like Malik Fleming. Another one on my list. Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Hmm. I love the matchup. New You'll coach? never see that. Like this is a this is a unique matchup and that is 10:30 coming up Saturday night. So be able to watch that mm-hmm. one. How does Coastal respond uh from getting beat by East Carolina oh. in the bowl game? <laughs> we shall see. 10:30 Saturday night. All right, another one just uh a smaller school, quote-unquote, going in and beating a bigger school, quote-unquote. Fresno State at Purdue. I feel an upset uh, brewing there in West Lafayette. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one at noon on Saturday, Fresno State. And I am interested in North Carolina and South Carolina Saturday night. North Carolina, their preseason ranked every year seemingly and never live up to it. Drake, Drake May. May begins his Heisman candidacy for 2023 south carolina spencer rattler played over their skis maybe last year or are they actually good can they put it together for you this is a huge game for shane beamer a huge game for the guy you just said spencer rattler i like that game uh coming up on saturday night 7 30 so there are clips game of the weeks utsa houston coastal ucla fresno purdue carolina carolina and then my pure curiosity games nebraska minnesota colorado tcu south carolina state charlotte northwestern Rutgers. good segment now that's a list that's how you do a radio segment folks were you taking notes, Joey? I was actually. Uh, I was. Right. I see you got your I'm laptop at the open. Matchups, yeah. I was going to tell you to keep that piece of paper, but I already know you're going to do it because the stack of papers is getting bigger and bigger as we speak. Because I do want to see on Saturday uh, and kind of tune into some of those matchups as well. Those are my elite eight, my grade eight. I do have homework for you guys. By tomorrow, when Max here, you won't be here tomorrow, will you? I will not be tomorrow. By Wednesday or by the end of this show. Pick out a game I missed mm-hmm. and get me interested in it. I've got okay. one already right now. Well, we need to take a break. Okay. So maybe we'll do it in hour three. Chan Man, I want you to find one to bring to the table with Mac tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. By the way, we will be doing our upset picks with Mac tomorrow. One top 10 team to lose this week and one top 25 team. We'll do that Tuesday with Mac McCarthy. When we return, Jason Nichols joins us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Pirates, Wolverines. Bert, what do the Pirates have to do to move that football? Put some points on the board. Strike a little fear into the hearts of the Wolverines. We'll talk about that more when we return. Hour three, back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere at Carolina Caliber. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense and personal protection including a wide variety for ladies and youth they will buy sell and trade carolina caliber locally owned and operated since 1960 on fire tower road in winterville and at carolinacalibercompany.com now let's head back into prl here's clip all right it is game week happy to have the crew here shirley rhodes intern joey chan man and former pirate both player and coach jason nichols joining us inside the pirate radio studios and jason game week uh i don't know do you get butterflies when you're outside of it now do you or, do you feel like you should be playing or coaching or doing something right I, now i do i do i feel like i should be somewhere like there's a meeting i need to be in <laughs> a, a practice i need to be at but uh i tell you what it, it's it's exciting i don't care whether you're in it or out of it uh it's exciting time of the year i thought about this third weekend asking you how to form this question but like do you have more nerves or, or what is the similarities and differences of feeling as a player getting ready for week one and as a coach what are the differences there you're a little bit more nervous as a player from the simple fact when you step on that football field you don't know if, whether or not that could be your last play hmm. as a coach you're nervous just because you're like are these guys ready to go did I give them everything that they possibly could see here uh, today we prepare them well enough, and I, and I think by Friday you're you're ready to roll, and you're like, hey, we we don't put everything in that we need to do and talk about. So, is it possible to like overcoach to put too much information? You know, you got to pull yourself back sometimes. You, you do. You know what? I used to have a rule by a certain day. I was like, okay, it's on them now. I got I got to let them get into their own mind space and get ready to go play. And they've heard my voice enough this week. Come game day, are you, when you talk to your guys before the game leading up to it, is it more motivational than X and O's at that point? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is yes, yes. Um, it, it, you, you know, unless somebody comes up to you with the question. But I sure. tell you what, you, you've you gave them a uh, pretest like that Tuesday. You normally shoot out a little pretest, start talking about certain things. Uh, you'll give them a tips and reminders, and you'll give them another test. Uh, that Friday, by the time you get on the bus or the plane or whatever, however you're traveling, I mean, you tested these guys to death, so they should know what they're about to go do. Now it's just the, the point of going out there and getting it done. How it, does good practice, solid practice translate to to good games? How many times do you remember a case where? God, these guys were awful this week. And then they showed up in the game and dominated. Or, man, we had a fantastic practice, and they show up and they forget everything. And, you know, what's that like? Yeah, that that's the frustrating part. When you know that you put in a lot of hard work, and for some reason there's a disconnect maybe of what, what's, what you're doing in practice and how they're showing up in the game. Um, but what, what I've, you know, seen over the most of my career is when they practice well, one, you get a very good sense of they're going to play well come game day as a coach. And you try to use that <clears throat> down the road and say, why did you play well last week? Because you practiced well. 
And so you try to get them to understand is, is how you practice is how you're going to play. And that's harder for the younger guys more so than the young uh, than the older guys. The older guys that they've gone through that, and they said, "Damn, when I had a good practice, I, I played well." Yeah. You know, and so, uh, but once you get a younger guy to understand that, then he'll he'll grow up and he'll mature and he'll realize how important practice is. Jason, we talked a lot about the trip to Miami you guys took and just stomped the Hurricanes uh, back then. I don't know what the spread was, the line was, what people were saying going into the game, but that game, were there any other games where you recall that you were a part of as a coach or a player being this much of an underdog? Uh, compared to the Miami game? Or well, compared to this Michigan this game. Michigan. Yeah, any other games you recall? No, we, we were underdogs a lot. I tell you what, um, we we – we did a great job here of going in and, and, and playing up to that underdog role. And, and it was a chip on our shoulder and all that good stuff. Uh, I don't know what the points was when we played Miami, but the thing about the points is this. <clears throat> it's hard to measure man's heart. And when you have a team that's hungry and got something to prove, uh, you know, they can go out there and they'll, they'll, they'll close some guys' eyes and, and they'll be like, dang, we did not see this coming. And so, as you know, as good as you know, Vegas is about putting these odds and these spreads out there. The one thing that you can't ever count on is a man's will. Are these coaches saying how good these Michigan players are, or are they saying these are humans just like you? Because you want you got to, and your team obviously knows they're number two in the country, yeah. and you want to know that you're you're you got to go, you're a hundred percent, or you're going to get you know embarrassed out there. But at the same time, you want them to know, hey, they played little league and high school and everything just like you. So, what are those talks like? Well, what you're trying to do is you want to be straight up and say, hey, that's a good football team. We're going to have to play well to go beat these guys. And we may have to do some things strategically to give us the best chance to go win this football game. And so with us, I remember one time we played Illinois. And uh, Coach Logan, um, we had just played them in the Liberty Bowl and got killed. And then we were getting ready to go play them next year up there in Champaign. And uh, our, our game plan was to try to slow down the clock, eliminate possessions. Now, for a receiver and a, and a guy that, you know, we, we were all about being the underdog, um, that, we, that was hard to take at first. But you know what? That game went exactly how we talked about it. We gave ourselves a chance to go win it, and we lost a close game to a really good Illinois football team. Jason Nichols joining us inside the Pirate Radio studio. Shirley, can we hear the uh, cupcake layup again uh, from earlier? This was this weekend. Was it during halftime, Chandler, of yeah. Navy-Notre Dame? It was during halftime of the Navy-Notre Dame game. And uh, I actually was watching it live when it happened because they were kind of showing some games coming up this week. And then I was about to leave the room, and it popped up that it was East Carolina. And uh, I said, let me see what they want to say about this game. And uh, sure enough, we heard this. All right. Michigan, 13 wins last year, back-to-back college football playoff appearances. I mean, the expectations are high there. What do you expect to see in week one? Well, let's talk about the negative. Jamar is not going to be on the sideline, but we talk about all the positives with this team. A lot of returning production, 81% returning production there. I want to see a team that's mature, right? You have distractions because your coach isn't there, and this is a, a cupcake layup opponent. Go out there, play fundamentally well. Your stars should look like stars in the... All right, cupcake layup opponent, Jay Nick. Wow. Yeah, didn't even say the team's name. Well, I tell you what, he's doing Mike Houston a huge favor <laughs> right now. I mean, he doesn't have to say much this week, man. All he has to do is put that on 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 replay, and uh, I think those guys are going to have a great week of practice and be ready to go up there and and, and play well. 
Joshua Perry uh, there uh, from Big Ten College Countdown on NBC Sports. And uh, not a lot of respect for the Pirates. Again, uh, to his defense or whatever, Michigan has dominated non-conference opponents. They beat non-conference opponents by an average of 30, 40 points a game. So there are when you're a team like Michigan and when you're an analyst that covers Michigan, you're thinking about Penn State, Ohio State. That's just the way it is. Uh, so it's East Carolina's job to to go in there, put a little shock into them early, stand toe-to-toe with them. No doubt. No doubt. Like you said, I'm sure Miami thought those same thoughts when we went down there sure. to South Carolina, and we can go check them all off the box of teams that probably overlooked us going into the game. And that's that's okay. You're, you're okay with that. As a player, uh, uh, Jason, did, did you ever hear any comments uh, like outside the locker room like that, kind of like similar to what Josh Perry said um, before playing a game or uh, against a team against like Miami? Sure. You, you, you hear a lot of things, you know, as you go across campus or whatnot. But um, the only thoughts in, in, in uh, I guess, people that, that you really care about are the people in that locker room who's putting in that hard work like you. And you know that you got a good football team. You just got to go out there and prove it. And you got to do certain things. And, and I won't lie to you. This, this, the ball's going to have to bounce your way a little bit. Uh, some things going to have to go your way to go beat a, a team like that. But if you work hard... You, you, you'll, you'll have that opportunity. You coaches are, are funny, by the way, and, and I've told this to Cliff Godwin. And I say, Cliff, you you know every negative thing I've ever said about ECU baseball or typed, and you you don't know any of the millions of positive things I said. But he's got a whole list of the negative things. Mike Houston, he, he wants this stuff out. He wants his players to know what they're saying. But like if ECU upsets Michigan, they'll say, don't read what everybody's saying. You kind of pick and choose what you want your team to see and what you yourself see, right? Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those deals where you know, negative stuff motivates. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it is. I mean, you can go put that clip on in that locker room and put that on mm. the loop uh, so those guys can hear it. I mean, and you, you're like, okay, all right. I bet they're going to work it into the practice uh, uh, catalog that Big John puts together with the music. Just yeah. throw that clip in there yeah. about five times of practice. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's that's motivation. I mean, for, for all these guys, it's a great opportunity to go shut some people up early on in the season. Is it going to be easy? No. But can it be done? It can. Um, and they're going to have to play well to go get it done. If you got a question for Jason Nichols or uh, give us your thoughts on East Carolina, Michigan, you can get it in on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, or give us a call, 317-1250. Let's get a break in more on ECU Michigan, what the Pirates need to do to hang around, put a little scare into the Wolverines. We'll ask Jason about that. Talk more college football, a little NFL as well on a Monday. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics to East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at ECU for more than 35 years and are the official uh, team physicians for ECU. 
Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, I got a uh, huge Twitter follow this weekend. You know who followed me? Who was it? Mac McCarthy. Mac McCarthy. Mac McCarthy. I'm going to ask him tomorrow if he's... Old khaki pants. <laughs> old khaki pants, if he's sure about this uh, decision to follow me on Twitter. But looking forward to talking football with Coach Mac coming up on Tuesday. Talking football with Jason Nichols here today. And, Jason, you were talking during the break. Uh, some other news that came out regarding Michigan. Harbaugh won't be on the sidelines. Their offensive coordinator will not be on the sidelines. And we were talking that might be a bigger factor than Harbaugh being out when it comes to play calling and things like that. So how big, how important is that, losing your offensive coordinator for a game? Depends on who they have on that side that can call plays. I mean, it could be a huge uh, factor depending on uh, the guys that they have. I'm sure they got to be grooming somebody here this week. To, and he'll put the call sheet and get together for him and all that good right. stuff. But at the end of the day, calling plays is a feel. You got to have a feel for, you know, knowing how to call a play, when to call a play and all that good stuff. And you get to the, the fourth down situations, when to punt, when to go for it, stuff like that. I, I'm assuming that's a head coach call. And then it would probably be an offensive coordinator call. So we keep going down the, the rankings there. And uh, interested to see when those decisions arise what michigan chooses to do on saturday yeah that'll be interesting they'll definitely put some guys in some uncomfortable situations that they definitely haven't been in before so uh the new rule about the clock not not starting uh, or excuse me the clock not stopping after first downs other than two minutes in uh within the second quarter and fourth quarter it did lead to less plays per team unfortunately it did not lead to less time during games because those old commercial breaks Mm -hmm. are still around so less possessions Mm -hmm. uh but the same amount of time of games but we got a small sample size of that for week zero jason uh on saturday and we'll see after week one what impact that has on the game yeah, that's that's definitely going to be a, a factor. Like you said, it eliminates. How many possessions did they say it, it took out of the game? I got. I need to get to my phone. It's over there charging. So, well, that, that that's huge. I mean, you're talking about probably two to three possessions somewhere in there. I would I would think uh, off the top of my head because I did. I watched that Notre Dame and Navy game. And that first quarter was like. It was it was gone, and you're going to see that with Navy, but you're also going to see it in games where teams are trying to pull it up, do what you did against uh, what'd you say, my or against Illinois, shorten yeah. the game, shorten the game. Yeah, you're going to see teams use that clock, use the the play clock, and uh, who knows, maybe East Carolina will implement that on Saturday. And and kind of wanted to ask you about that, Jason. What uh, what can East Carolina do? What are the keys for the Pirates to stay in the game? make it a game in the second half, be within a score or two in the fourth quarter. What do they need to do? What needs to go right for ECU for that to happen? You know, this is going to probably sound coach talk, but it's it's true. You got to take care of the ball, first of all. And then you got to do a good job on special teams of being able to flip field position and not giving them a short field to uh, work with or anything like that. If you can do that, take care of the ball and and, and do good in the, the uh, special teams aspect of flipping the field when, when you have to, 
um, that'll help them. That'll go a long ways. And then at some point, you're going to have your opportunities to make plays. You're going to have certain plays that you got put into your game plan this week that's, hey, we're going to take a shot when we get here. We're going to try to get this matchup when we get down here. And those guys got to be ready to step up and make those plays when they get that opportunity. Somehow win that turnover battle. Uh, that is huge. And I feel like East Carolina's done, did a good job with that last year. And the, the years with uh, with Blake Carroll here uh, being aggressive and forcing turnovers. And that is going to be something that uh, we'll be keeping an eye on this week because you sometimes it's okay to punt, right? And that's what you're saying. Sometimes sometimes it's okay to flip the field and, and give them the ball and put them in a tough spot offensively. And uh, East Carolina is going to have to do that. Just do not give them the ball in, in plus situations for them to go in and score. And that's the interesting point that you t- talk about with flipping the field because we could potentially be seeing a new punter for East Carolina on Saturday too. Uh, we, we've seen Luke Larson in the past, but there's a transfer coming coming in who has looked pretty good in the in preseason camp so we'll see how good he can do with flipping that field and kind of uh, pinning them back a little bit yeah i uh, got jason nichols here in the pirate radio studios how about defensively uh coach what do you want to see from the pirates on uh, saturday man i just want to see them fly around you know that 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 defense i know they've done a heck of a job over there with blake and those guys of, of creating havoc on the defensive side of the ball so you want to see those guys do that as well you know, keep everything in front of them, but uh, you know, not give up the explosion plays. Make them earn whatever they get is what you're preaching. You know, don't don't give them anything. They got enough good players over there, so they don't need to be given anything. But uh, just just keep that ball in front of them and play hard. And find a way. What are you uh, What are you telling the young quarter? Again, not young, an inexperienced quarterback like Mason Garcia when he goes out there uh, on Saturday. What are the things that Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, going to say to him? breathe <laughs> yeah <laughs> breathe good advice uh, but uh after that hey listen don't don't think that you got to go out here and win the game for us okay you got enough guys around you that you can lean on and uh and and just make sure you make good decisions at the end of the day punting is okay if we if we end every possession with a punt cool at some point, we'll we'll get an opportunity to take a shot or do something down the field um, that's going to help us score. Jamie says, well, they use signs, hand signals to call plays. So I asked Donnie Kirkpatrick about this at media day, and he said the way they run it, it's pretty much implemented in. He said no matter if they're at Michigan or no matter if they're at Tulane when they used to play in the Dome, and you could hear the guy on the top row talking because of the way it was. So he said that part's not going to be a problem. The part of over 100,000 people bearing down on you, just from a nerve standpoint, could be a problem. But he said as far as getting plays in and then those things, they should be okay. Yeah, they should. If that, you know, like I said, uh, I, I don't know if crowd noise and now they they may hear this and try to prove a point, but you know, crowd noise nowadays, you work on it so much in practice with the music and all that good stuff. So you have to learn how to communicate without everybody. And and for certain guys like receivers and stuff, you don't ever listen to the snap count. You're watching right. the ball anyway. Yeah. So uh, it shouldn't be that big of a deal for us. Uh, you know, and hopefully uh, we can get out there, and that 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 is something that doesn't hamper us at all. And um, we just got to be ready for it. And I was talking to Coach Kirkpatrick more about the silent count and things like that. Jamie is actually asking about the, I guess, getting calls in. So you get the call through the helmet 
uh, if you're a quarterback? Or did they change that? that is that NFL? That's only. NFL. Okay, yeah, Jamie. So I don't even so, think they they have that communication. Yeah. It's all coming in from the sidelines. They signal. I mean, you know, they they know how they signal their plays in. That shouldn't be an issue seeing the signals or anything like that. Uh, like you said, it's just getting the O line when maybe you got to change a play or check a play. Yeah. Being able to get up there and talk to those guys and communicate that to them um, because you know, like anybody, when they see that you're trying to do something like that, they're going to try to get loud on you anyway. Chandler, how many uh, false starts for ECU in the first half? Mm. Over, under, one and a half. Over, under, one and a half, over. <laughs> you think it's two? I might. I, I think, I mean, I think on that first drive, you might see a couple. I mean, I just, from the. A, you're excited. You're excited. B, the, and then two, the, the environment. environment and yeah. then maybe, I, yeah, I think it's just a mixture of the both. I mean, I hate to say that, but I mean, it just, it, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. I mean, it's, and for a lot of these guys up front, it might be their first start ever, or it might be a new environment, not only playing at Michigan, but uh, you got some transfers coming in too. So maybe just the excitement of a new team, uh, an atmosphere like the big house. So um, it happens, and I hope it don't happen, but I, I could see it happen yeah, if I, I had to put my money on it. Some of these guys, it's their first time around, so it's like I think the line should really be close to two and a half in like the first quarter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is that the what's the most frustrating penalty, coach? Is either that or maybe after the play? Yeah. Like if you hold a guy, it's usually because you got beat and you're trying to save your quarterback at that point. So it's not good, but you get it. But like pre snap and post snap are those the ones that get yeah. you fired up? Yeah, those are the ones that that are especially the ones after the play. It's yeah. like, come on, man, we you know, let's go win the football game. Right from let's, a Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but from a fan perspective, my most frustrating penalty probably is like a hold or something away from the play yeah. where it just it has nothing to do with the play but that's just from oh, a yeah. fan, fan perspective where like it, it, whether he held or not it, the play is going to happen anyway if it's right there right where the running back's running then I could see that but if it's away from the play and it gets called back especially after a big run man that's so frustrating from a fan's perspective that's that's typically the case right? yeah <laughs> mine is uh, when one of those dumb long snappers out there does the false snap and gets flagged for it oh, yeah. no, you can't trust those long snaps <laughs> I'm a former long snapper. I did. Have, I actually did that a couple of times. Did you? In high school. Come on, Chandler. Can't be doing that, man. You got, I know. Jason Nichols has his offense ready to go to work, and you got the long snapper out there screwing up. I bet you caught a couple people, though, right, Chandler? I mean, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's make somebody a winner, Shirley Rhodes. Let's open up the... Pirate Radio booty bag here on a Monday. When we return, I want to look at some other games uh, with Jason Nichols. Talk a little NFL as well. But right now, we will make somebody a winner. 317-1250. Shirley, what what are we giving away today? How about a shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's? All right, Chico's. Awesome spot here in downtown Greenville. You can be a winner if you are caller number six. Caller six, 317-1250. A lot more to go with Jason Nichols when we return after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show 
Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And congratulations to Todd Garris of Winterville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites uh, like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP and more. Plus ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas. They're always available for Mexican food and fun. It's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, good win, Todd. I think Todd will be uh, watching along. The watch party coming up on Saturday. He's a regular as a lot of our folks tuned in are going to have a lot of fun during the game watching east carolina and michigan and we'll have the insight we'll have the hijinks of chandler and myself but we'll have the insight of jason nichols and marcus crandles that's gonna be a ton of fun coming up saturday at noon i can't wait I, I, we love a watch party around here jason so uh glad to have you and marcus crandall here to break down the plays because i mean we tried our best to do it but we're not experts like you two guys yeah. are so uh we'll bring the comedy relief and then you guys can kind of show us you know break down what plays are happening during ec versus michigan excited about it i'm looking forward to it robert on youtube says michigan has three Three offensive linemen transfer starters, right tackle, left tackle, center. Well, they need to get used to the environment as well. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Yes, they do. But do you think that situation's comparable to East Carolina? I, I'll I'll just I, I'll read something real quick, Jason. From Phil Steele's magazine, Michigan, number two offensive line in the country going into this year. Uh, 145 career starts. They remain an elite unit. And they're, they have multiple, multiple starters uh, or guys that have experience playing. And if those guys can't get it done, no problem. They've got four or five stars sitting on the bench that yeah. can go in. Well, the, the other part of that, too, is when you're the offensive team playing at home, the crowd is pretty pretty calm when you have the ball that's yeah. just kind of the rule in football it's just a fact of a factor of nerves creeping in or something like that i think they'll be okay uh, in front of that crowd and i i hope and think a lot of our guys will be too but it's human nature uh, your first piece of advice from mason garcia was to breathe i think that's a good i think a lot of our guys will, will be needed told uh <laughs> needed to told that on uh saturday coaches too so <laughs> sure yeah uh, jason you were talking about some of the environments you went in as a coach uh ohio state when you were coaching in the mac and lsu and you said that was two different kind of circumstances there uh, tell us about that it was it was uh, it, you know going into the horseshoe was a, a big venue kind of like michigan you know very historic place uh but wasn't very loud it's not like the sec is when you go and play these teams and the flip side of that was like we said we went down and played uh, lsu and we were at the University of Louisiana Monroe, so they 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 knew who we were, and they weren't scared of us or anything. But man, it was ruckus. We had old women mooning us as we come into the stadium, and they're rocking the bus. I mean, that was the type of environment. You're like, oh man, we're walking into a zoo here. Yikes! Uh, the old lady moon hadn't uh, hadn't heard that one before. Yep. And uh, no alcohol sold in the stadium in Michigan. That, I found that interesting to read. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe people will be uh, bored on Saturday. And East Carolina can roll in there and put a little fear into them. <laughs> All right. Um, who was that? That was Robert Matthews who said, watch those F-bombs around Marcus on uh, Saturday. Look, I'm going to be on my best behavior around Marcus. Uh, I clean up my act when Marcus Crandall's <laughs> around. So, I'll be on my best behavior, Robert. I can promise you that. Jason, I uh, earlier put out a list. So, you've got your 
your big games for week one uh florida state lsu the the headliner and that is coming up what saturday night i believe uh no Sun- sunday, sunday sunday night, night. 7 30 your saturday night game is north carolina and south carolina then monday night kind of an odd one it's usually a neutral site and uh kind of interconference matchup but it's clemson duke at wallace wade coming up monday night so those are, are kind of your headline night games uh thursday you got florida utah which is a good game and, and other i kind of looked beyond that and picked out a few that i like utsa at houston i think will be a great game coming up saturday night um i am intrigued by nebraska minnesota because of matt rule colorado tcu because of prime and northwestern rutgers just because of what transpired at northwestern this offseason so a couple of games i got circled there i am excited about carolina and carolina i think that'll be a good matchup coastal going out to ucla is just a weird matchup that we'll see if coastal can maybe catch them off guard there's not gonna be much of an atmosphere in los angeles and another one on the list just because you you've been a part of a lot of these fresno state at purdue feels like a little uh upset to a big 10 team happening so kind of highlighted some of those for week one and what games are you looking forward to the most coming up this weekend the big one that i want to see i want to see what florida does versus utah i want to see if florida can get back to being florida yeah we used to know them to be but uh that's one and then i also want to see the florida state lsu game i want to see Who's for real? Is is Florida State back to being Florida State? And is LSU going to be as dominant as they have been in the past, especially under Brian Kelly, the the big turnaround they made last year under his guidance? Whoever wins that game uh, is going to be discussed as a potential playoff team and, and be in the top five. Whoever loses that game is not out of it because you have so many chances with their schedules to get back up in the mix. And if you're Florida State, that, that goes with the trip to Clemson. Uh, let's see. Do they have Notre Dame on the schedule this year? No, but of course they got Miami um, and the ACC schedule and Florida at the end of the year. So I think even the loser of that game still has a chance, but they'll be behind the eight ball early. Yeah, definitely Florida. I mean, Florida State. They they got to look to win that game. Yeah. Because depending on how those other guys fare this season, their schedule, their strength of schedule could not be as strong as what LSU's going to face on a weekly basis over in the SEC. True. Going through that schedule, they'd have to basically beat Clemson twice, it looks like, and run the table to have a shot to get back there while LSU will play that uh, gauntlet of an SEC schedule. Joe, uh, Joey, did you find a, a game? I ain't going to say the first game you said on your list. Okay, the first game was LSU Florida. <laughs> LSU Florida State, to which I replied, I'm looking for something in the weeds, man. Everybody knows about that game. Give me another good game. I, I was looking at two matchups that are like interstate matchups. Uh, the first one was Central Michigan at Michigan State. So you've, you've played these MAC versus Big Ten matchups, and I always love to, to root for the underdog in those, Jason. They're always fun. Yeah. And then I, I don't know why. I've only watched like three or four Cyclone games in my past, but every time I have watched them, they're pretty interesting. So Iowa State versus Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa is where Jeremy Chin was from as well. So <laughs> All right. Like Joey's games to keep an eye on. There, there's, look, there's going to be upsets week one. There are always – I mean, there's going to be five or six of them. You just got to hope your team's one of them, as we do <laughs> this weekend. And if you're one of the big boys, you're, uh, you're a little nervous going into them because they happen every year, right? Well, that first game is always tough because you, you, you do. I'm, I'm sure Michigan is probably telling their players, do not overlook this team now. You know, they, they – Coaches know what the history is of East Carolina University. The fans may not know. So um, 
But sometimes it's, it's hard to really get them prepared and, and get them to buy in until it's too late. I'll give credit to some uh, some Michigan folks out there. I saw a blogger uh, that covers Michigan say, you know, East Carolina – and no team is a pushover. Take everybody seriously, and that includes this East Carolina team. They're a good team. And I saw a lot of responses to that saying, I'm glad we're playing them this year and not last year, and talking about how much East Carolina lost. So I think Michigan fans are pretty knowledgeable and look into the opponent, and a lot of them are aware that this is a bowl team they're facing, but also a team that lost a ton of firepower last year. And uh, I saw a lot of compliments towards East Carolina, so that was good to see. Yeah, I mean, I saw something like that, too, where they talked about we lost two 1,000-yard receivers and 1,500-yard back and a fifth-year quarterback. So somebody's done their homework on their end. But, you know, like you said, you just got to really think that those guys may be, you know, overlooking us a little bit. All right, um, Jamie, uh, you out there on YouTube, Ohio State at Indiana. Any chance the Hoosiers can uh, – nah, I don't think so. Ohio State a 30-point favorite. By the way, Chandler, that famous uh, SEC on CBS, the music, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be playing that before Ohio State-Indiana. going to be very weird to see – That is going to be very strange. Ohio State and Indiana on CBS at 3.30. Yeah, I'm going like to hear it. that and say, oh, it's November. It's Alabama, Georgia. Oh, wait. Ohio State? Indiana? <laughs> I don't like it. I, 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 I don't like change, especially when it comes to uh, the sports and college, college football. College football, yeah. yeah. So looking at your national schedule, ABC on Saturday, Tennessee, a monster favorite against Virginia. That's that Nissan Stadium, by the way. That so, is a Nissan. Yeah. Good call there. Home of Mike Keith. Yes, <laughs> uh colorado tcu will be big noon on fox uh colorado with uh with coach prime there uh let's see cbs 330 ohio state indiana abc 330 boise and washington huh? i'm interested Upset? in that game huh? just because of the hate that danny bill has for washington <laughs> so i do want to see how how well washington plays and see if they uh if they can get upset because if they do i can i can just hear danny bill right now uh come next week talking about the huskies fox 330 rice and texas will be playing uh later on in the evening nbc the night game on nbc so doubleheader you got notre dame and then at 7 30 west virginia at penn state uh 7 30 on abc north carolina and south carolina so that is a look at uh your your headline games for the networks on saturday yeah i kind of i kind of have my game that i'm looking forward to um but i can wait till tomorrow before you get there i want to i want you to i want to give a shout out to uh college football because they are doing something this year they have not done in years past. I've always complained that week one, you got the great Saturday slate, and then they give you one game Sunday and one game Monday. Take advantage of the Labor Day weekend. Take advantage of no NFL, and give me multiple games (laughs) on Sunday. And they're doing that this year. So Sunday, you've got noon, Northwestern Rutgers on CBS. That is just gross. You're going to have that awesome... Northwestern and Ruggers does not match that music, folks. But I'll be watching it. 3.30, CBS, Oregon State, San Diego State. And then Sunday night, LSU, Florida State. So... You at least got three games on Sunday. I'll take it, right? That's good. Have we talked about, like, what four do you think are going to make the playoff? Like, preseason guessing? Uh, i tell you what. Let's do that in our next segment. 
Sounds good. Joey, everybody get your four ready. All right, Chandler, what's your game to uh, keep an eye on week one? Uh, we'll have to wait until Monday night. It'll be the last uh, game of week one. You mentioned it earlier, but Clemson on the road at Duke. Um, I'm really kind of interested in this Duke football team coming off a 9-4 and four season under the first year of Mike Elko coming from Texas A&M. Clemson, uh, they, they're running with Kay Klubnick. Uh, the last year, of course, they had D- DJ Ugalele. Now he's at Oregon State. Um, can Clemson stay in the top ten? They've, they've been put in the top ten, sometimes the top five in the past few years, but they don't, don't finish there. Uh, can they can they start strong, or can Duke get the upset at home? Uh, Riley Leonard uh, returns for the, to be the quarterback for the Blue Devils. So uh, really interested in that Monday night game at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Duke may be the most overachieving team in football last year. They went into the season everybody's saying they are bottom of the barrel new coach yeah yeah they went nine and four last year uh did they play clemson last year they did not so uh they did not get the tigers last year they'll get them at home this year what you say something jason i was i was wanting to check out their schedule because i mean you know so they hammered temple they won at northwestern they beat a and t won at kansas beat virginia uh, boy, they lost to Georgia Tech probably when sure. they were about to get votes, get in the top 25, baby. Uh, lost a thriller to North Carolina, put it on Miami, won at BC, mm. beat Virginia Tech, wow. lost to a good Pittsburgh team, and beat a good Wake Forest team. Wow. So, uh, And then beat UCF in the bowl game. So, uh, tremendous year for Duke last year. Interesting. And I honestly don't know much about them, what they're bringing back, what they're not. But uh, I hope they can give Clemson a game. Yeah, I'm actually excited about, you know, can we see Wallace Wade, you know, electric on Monday night? I mean, because I feel like that's a stadium that doesn't get filled up a lot. But And then, of course, Clemson fans travel really well. So, um, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the, the Monday night game. So can the Blue Devils knock off uh, Clemson and kind of ruin their season right off the bat? Wow. I sure hope not. Jamie uh, says the Hoosiers are awful this year. They have more new players than ECU, so it could be a long year there. And the QB situation is not good. All right, sorry I asked you, Jamie. Jamie says, Clip, are you guys on Labor Day or off? Jamie, I've heard a lot of dumb questions in my life. I don't know if I've ever heard a dumber question. I've never had a Labor Day off. I work with my dad farming. You don't get a Labor Day off. When you work at Pirate Radio, coming off week one of college football, you don't take that day off. Nope. Football season. No days off. Jamie, are you kidding me with that question? No days off. I'll be here. Chandler will be here. Jason, will you be here next Monday? I'll be here, too. Where is that, Joe? Now, if if Labor Day was in April, May or something like that, maybe, but... Uh, No, I'm recapping a Pirate baseball season. (laughs) I don't take take any days off. Chandler, you take your days off. That's true. Shirley's off sometimes. Joey... I don't take days off. I'm here. I'll see you on Christmas. I'll be here. <laughs> now you ho, ho, ho. by yourself. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take Christmas off. And I'm going to take Thanksgiving I was about to say, yeah, Thanksgiving, I'm not going to be Thanksgiving here. Thanksgiving tomorrow. Clip is here at midnight on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> when the ball drops, I'll be right Watch here. Watch a long party with the ball. I will definitely be here next Monday. Elliot uh, said, I have about 50 sports channels and don't understand why they couldn't find a channel we could at least buy to watch the game. <laughs> Elliot, it's 2023, man. What can I tell you? you? You can find it on your computer, get Peacock. You can get a free trial, watch it for free. 
I've seen a lot of, why is Michigan playing on Peacock? Well, to get people to buy Peacock would be my first response. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those days, one of those things, I mean, uh, Elliot, so sorry. And to refresh everybody's memory, Mike Tirico on the call this week. Yeah, we got a good voice for the game. Yeah. I like Tirico, big Tirico fan. Mm. So uh, Collinsworth on the sideline? I don't think Collinsworth is a part of it. Oh. You're the one that brought this to my attention. Who's uh, doing the Michigan game? How do we find out? I know uh, Johnson, there's a um, Lewis Johnson sideline. Yeah. I can't remember who the uh, the color analyst will be. All right, let's take our final break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll tell you who's going to be in the college football playoff when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. No days off. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Well, the week, uh, as far as the stock market goes, uh, the week uh, got off to a good start. The Dow was up 213 points at 34,559. The NASDAQ was up 114 points at 13,705, and the S&P was up 27 points at 4,433. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All right. A lot of likes today. Uh, We appreciate that, but we still have more viewers than likes on YouTube, so if you would like to just hit that thumb we'd appreciate it it don't cost you nothing just a very little energy and a little bit of time to move your mouse to that thumb and click it easy enough all right uh jason nichols here robert asking uh, has jason watched the florida documentary on netflix the uh, swamp kings you must have been mic'd up and listening <laughs> to us because we talked about that early off off the show i have it was a pretty good little uh show i did like it have you watched the johnny football one johnny manziel I did. I watched that. Uh, one now too. that, that was one was interesting uh, was interesting as he <laughs> self sabotaged himself in his career. Uh, we actually uh, talked about the untold stories of his. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we actually learned some things. I told you, Jason, you need to watch the Bishop uh, Sycamore Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. That one on uh, HBO Max. That was is that worth the watch. Yeah, and I okay. still don't understand the story. The it. guy is a complete con man, the the leader, the coach, the guy, and he is in such denial. And he's kind of not because he says that he'll straight up lie. It's crazy. It's insane. I want you to watch that. You'll probably get mad yeah. watching it, honestly, because it was not fair uh, what he did to the, the kids and to everybody. That and no situation. punishment, really. No, he's just talking and telling the story. Wow. It's crazy. He probably got paid for the documentary, too. Right. He's coming out. <laughs> he even said that, like talking about the the number of viewers they got and he was like i won we won oh the, he absolutely won i mean i haven't watched the documentary but like <clears throat> to create a whole i guess franchise in a sense and schedule a game against img one of the powerhouses yeah. in all of high school this is america That's folks crazy. you can get famous and make money and for, it was televised for whatever <laughs> uh by the way mike Tarico, chris sims 
and Lewis Johnson will be on the call. All right, college football playoff. Joey, you brought this up, so you give us your four first. Okay, so I've got two I feel like are, uh, I don't want to say shoe-ins because one of them missed it, but Georgia and Alabama are my two, I guess, secure picks. The two that I'm kind of obscure about and I kind of want to root for them is one, USC, uh, and then two would be Texas. Okay. I don't want Ohio State and Michigan in there. Okay. I'm going to go Georgia, Michigan, LSU, and Clemson runs the table and goes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Jason? I'm going to go Georgia. I'm going to go Alabama. I'm going to go Clemson. Texas. There we go. No Big Ten? No Big Ten. Okay. Chandler? Michigan, Georgia, Alabama's not going to go back-to-back years without the playoffs. So, Alabama. I thought about this during the break. I'm going to go Notre Dame. All right. I think, they're, I think their schedule is favorable, and I think they can find their way in. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the whole thing because Notre Dame has been there before, and I can see them getting knocked out real quick. But I think I can see Notre Dame with a new quarterback in Sam Hartman and Marcus Freeman, they love that guy in South Bend. Give me another Dame to make yeah, the playoffs. I'm not excited to see DB because I said Notre Dame would get seven wins, and he said I was crazy. Now after looking at Sam Hartman's performance, yeah. I might be crazy. <laughs> he looked good. All right, great show, Jason. Uh, we'll see you on Saturday, man. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Uh, Bud Light pregame tailgate, watch party, and U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Thank you all for joining us today. We'll talk to you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For the crew, I'm Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.